you for listening to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. In this episode, tension runs high as the party tries to find a safe place for the kids, Katha receives a confusing sign, Melora decides to let loose, and Tarak has some important conversations. In this episode, our cast member Ryan, who plays the elusive Havel, will be absent, so Havel will be brought to life by our Dungeon Master. All this and more on today's episode of The Paper Dungeon. Hello, and welcome back to another... We're going off great. Welcome back to another episode of The Paper Dungeon. <laughs> Can we just take a moment to like appreciate Lydia and her amazing ability to just design things? Like She designed our logo, and she designed all the shirts, and she designed like the overlays for the next thing that we're going to talk about. This Wednesday... I believe the 14th, um, we will be premiering. Uh, we have a mini series that will be running from the 14th of October till mid November. That's the month. That's how months work. That is. Uh, called Between the Rows. It is a um, Midwestern Gothic styled uh, Dungeon the Dragons campaign that I'm DMing. Um, for the first uh, two episodes, our wonderful players here, which is everyone in the show, DJ is a player instead of the DM, uh, everyone cosplayed their characters. And got mm-hmm. to be all cool and stuff. I um, had a mustache. It was great. Yeah, uh, two hours long. All of them are pre-recorded, so keep that in mind. Um, they will be found, I think, will we be uploading these to our YouTube as well? Yep. yep. You can find them any place that you can find our normal content. Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so join us on uh, uh, on Wednesday at stream time, DJ. Seven. 7 p.m. Still 7? Awesome. Yep, still 7. <laughs> I believe so, yeah. Um, Everything's yeah, set. going to be a blast. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Lydia, like I said, Lydia designed the character art for that and the overlays and basically did anything that's beautiful and makes it amazing, aside from the fact that we're all beautiful. Oh, um, we will also have uh, a, a more original music composed <laughs> yeah. and produced by Grant and Drew. It's really sick. So, oh, hey. <laughs> it is super, super sick. Um, it is pretty yeah. sick. So, I think that's all of our <laughs> announcements that we have to get through. Is there anything else that I need to mention? Cool. We'll get rid of this sticky note. And then, we can go ahead and get started with episode 6 of The Paper Dungeon. Welcome to Nicomuros, A world full of sprawling cities and dark secrets. In the wake of the trial, a divine act of righteous judgment, the world has been launched into an era of rebirth. But there are those who still lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us across the continent of Talyra, from the deserts of Elon Ryan to the fields of Rivaluna. Deep in the Bloom Rose Ocean and high above the Alisar Mountains, our story will see our adventurers through glory, fear, and fortune as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. In previous episodes, this whole shebang started with really um, our six characters meeting at the Damnia Festival in Athala, the capital city of Aphleron. 
um, this was about a week ago in the campaign, um, during which they united over the fact that they needed to find this small gnomish boy by the name of Samuel, who was connected to Renaya and had been lost for quite some time. Um, over the course of a couple days, they followed the clues um, leading them to the hut in which this um, crime took place, um, following them to a variety of different places, trying to go deep into the city unsuccessfully, eventually leading them up to some of the upper inns and establishments of Athala, before eventually they discovered that the Sunrise Suite um, had done business with Melancina, the lady, the proprietor of um, this uh, hut that had taken Samuel. Um, had done business with the Sunrise Suite, at which point they stayed, and through some deliberations with the proprietor of the Sunrise Suite, Jericho Serovic, um, they were able to procure a meeting with Melancina, um, during which, in the previous episode, Renaya agreed to trade herself for Samuel and a few of the other boys and girls, um, at which point Melancina left to go get the children, and Cather and Melora followed her, um, specifically following a um, an agent that they had been hired to follow Melancina herself. Um, and so they followed her deep into the underground uh, portions of Athala, specifically the sewer system, at which point they found um, a elaborate dungeon of sorts that had been created specifically for Melancina and this group that she seems to be leading, during which they managed to get a little further in before eventually they discovered um, what has been revealed to be Renaya's patron, Malice, fighting off this paled woman with um, this blackened dress that seemed to just flow from herself with these large black horns. Um, they had duped it out, um, as, as we have said that they, uh, they had holy haymakers going on, and then eventually this blackened woman had disappeared, leaving Malice bloodied and bruised, giving Cather and Melora time to go free Samuel and some of the other kids. Um, and just as they were leaving, Malice gave Cather a pink scarf before disappearing into the sewer system itself. After that, they returned to the Sunrise Suite and met up with the rest of the party who figured out that Melusina was not coming back. And after that, they left the Sunrise Suite, going into the night, um, into the rain, trying to find a safe place to stay, someplace that they could lie low where uh, Melusina would not find them. And that is where we left off. You guys had just um, gotten down to the second level where Tarak had pulled you into some dark alleys. It is currently downpouring as you guys are sitting there, huddling close, trying to stay a little warm, especially for Samuel and uh, and this other child that is with you. So, what are you guys going to do? We should really decide where to put these children. I agree. Aye, but where is safe? I might know a place. Renaya is going to go... Still holding Samuel. It's gonna go over to the other little girl. Mm -hmm. um, Am I still holding that little girl? Yes. Yeah. Okay. A little one. Where are you from? Um, the lowest ring. Okay. Do you do you have a family that is looking for you? No. Okay. Um. I don't want to take him back to the orphanage because that's where she got them. I might have a friend that could help. 
she's on the lowest ring. I'm alright with anything at this point. I'm hesitant. I'm, I'm hesitant. But, if we needed to for a very short amount of time, my, my estate is quite large. Aye, but did you not tell her when you were flirting with her in the beginning that you were a fellows? I suppose I did that. If not that, then I know one other person who helped me out when I kind of started out that, that might be able to give us a place. Um, but that's all I've got. She didn't see Edward with us. He's a kind man. Edward was hidden. That's true. I. But she's also, like, creepy magic, so maybe she did know? Well, either way, we should I'm alright with anything, I just think we should get moving. I'm also really cold, so if we could get out of this rain, that would be very helpful. Yes, true. Um, while this conversation is happening, uh, do I by chance have, like, a cloak? Yeah. That I'm, like, like, that I'm wearing right now? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna take off that cloak and wrap it around the girl. Okay. And just to help keep her a little less cold. Yeah, 100%. It, you just kind of hang it over her shoulders, at which point it drapes far past her, A, because she's on your hip that you're holding right now, and the hood, like, kind of flops over her and, like, covers her whole face, at which point she has kind of, like, scrunched it up over her head. Um, but yeah, she's uh, a little bit more protected from the rain. Yeah. Um, it's helpful that you guys are in an alley right now, and so the rain is kind of coming sideways from the front of Athala, um, and being in this kind of back alley, um, some of the buildings are preventing you from really getting soaked at the moment. Well, that's nice. Edward, does this does this friend of yours happen to be the uh um the fellow that you were with when we met? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot that that happened. Yes, that that is him. He he helped me go down and uh, we were looking for somebody helpful and I ran into you. Um so so yeah, we we could go ask him. He seemed he seemed like he's he'll help, especially if we give him a little something in return I, and i have i have money so it was from alashar but i i would really like to give a thorough check to these uh kids and i don't think that he would be incredibly welcoming of me yeah that makes sense he didn't seem very fond of of seeing you I... in the city don't think my friend in the lower level will let me stay for very long, but the rest of you will probably be okay. Um. So, is it the lower level then? Let's I'll let's start heading that direction. Give it a shot. Okay. okay. I so, where are you in. going specifically, Trek? Uh, I would like to go to Nyla's house. I figured as much. Yeah. So, you guys. Begin the long journey to the very back into the gloom ward of Athala. Um, being here on the second ring, coming from the Sunrise Suite, you're able to take the uh, the east um, staircase going down, um, which is a little close to um, the entrance to the um, sewer system. Um, the sewer system, as you guys know, is just um, beneath this uh, stairwell going down, um, and it does lead you just past Melancina's hut. But you guys go down and then turn around, heading further east and eventually north into the back of the uh, Gloom Ward. Uh, as soon as you pass the arch, which is the rim of the cave that Athal is built into, the rain 
still patters from the backside just a little bit, but as you get further in, it begins to um, diminish before eventually you just hear it on the outside, um, the gentle patter of the rain um, falling beneath or behind you guys. Um, after probably about an hour to an hour and a half or so, you manage to make yourself uh, make your way into the gloom ward. Uh, as you go around, you can see it begins the lower level. The front half of it begins pretty nice and, and fairly attractive. And the further back you get, the worse it becomes. Before you have uh, cluttered housing that is not well taken care of. There's trash, garbage, and sewage on the streets. You can see several homeless people uh, just going through their lives. There's many, many shady-looking people, people who tend to keep to themselves, who conduct their own business, and it is their own business. If you ask about it, they'll cut off your hand. Um, and so you guys begin making your way further into that, eventually passing one jail on the right before making it to um, another jail on the left side, on the inner side of the wall, to rack this being the jail that you were held in uh, before going a little ways past it, a couple blocks to what you remember Nyla's house being. Uh, are, are there lights on? Uh, not currently. Should there be lights on, or is it like either A, they should be asleep, or B, uh, Nyla's at work? Um, it's not like terribly late in the evening. It's probably, it's only probably like five o'clock. Um, so Nyla could be on shift, at which point you aren't really sure where her younger sister would be. You know that she's, um, uh, known to just wander about. Um, so you're not a hundred percent sure if there should be someone here or not. It could go either way. I'm just gonna go up and knock on the door. Okay. Uh, you knock on the door. After a little while, it opens, and you just see this little face peeking out. Um, wait, nice. Mary? Mary? Yeah? It's Tarek! And she opens the door and then, like, grabs your thigh. I do the, like, awkward <laughs> head pat. Mm -hmm. Um, I say, I am terribly sorry to bother you. And uh, is, is Nyla home or is she on shift right now? She She's at the jail. Okay. I'm sure she won't mind. I have a couple of friends here. Um, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Would really, yeah. could really yeah, use your house. She opens the door, um, allowing um, all of you to enter into this very, very small, small hut. We're talking like a 10 by 10 room with a bed in the side that her and Mary or that Nyla and Mary probably share with like one little stovetop that like fits, not stovetop, but like one little fireplace in the corner that has like one or two pots in front of it. Um, and then a couple of their other possessions just tucked into the corners, like very, very, very not well kept and very, very small. Uh, which when she lets her in and then she goes over and she like hops on the bed um, and grabs uh, what looks like a stale loaf of bread and like beats it on the bed frame just enough to get like a chunk to come off before she starts like, nine on nine on it um allowing you all to enter and, and squeeze into the small space uh everyone this is mary um she is my uh she is my friend's uh younger sister um uh mary this is melora renaya edward cather and um Havel. it's very lovely to meet you oh you too um, I sit down the little girl. <laughs> uh, oh, oh yes, uh, this is Samuel and... Oh, I am so sorry. What, 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 is, what is your name, young one? Uh, Susie. Susie? Uh, yes, this is, this is Samuel and Susie. It's a lot of S's for me. 
Um, yes, uh, they were in a bit of a rough situation. Um, so we, I hope it's alright. I'll check with Nyla for sure, but is it alright if they stay here until she returns? Yeah, that's fine. Here. And then she breaks off another hunk of bread and hands it to Samuel, uh, breaking that one in half, handing it to Susie and to Samuel. Ah, well, great. She is adorable. (laughs) Um, I should probably get to examining these kits, I say to the group. Right. Um. Can I help you in any way? Do you um, want the bed like when you helped me? Yes, uh, very similar. Although, I right now, I don't think they're sick. I think they are already okay, but I would like to know what they were sick with. Okay. And then she just kind of like hops off the bed. At which point, Susie kind of crawls onto the bed, and Samuel is not quite tall enough to get on the bed himself. Can I pick him up and help him? Oh, Renaya yes. hasn't put Samuel down. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 Do you put him down? Um, Renaya's gonna go and sit and put Samuel on her lap. <laughs> okay. Uh, I say, um, yes, Malora, give me, like, ten minutes, and then your help would be very appreciated. Alright. Um, um, I shouldn't need that at the moment. Um, I will, uh, I'll ritual cast for ten minutes, um, I'll put my hand on my pack and do some chanting, uh, and I will ca- I will cast detect poison and disease. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that you guys want to do in the ten minutes that Track will be busy? Um, Edward, is there is there a like wooden chair next to the? Uh, no wooden chair. They can't afford no. chairs. Chairs are a luxury. Chairs are freaking expensive, bro. <laughs> So like a barrel or a crate or anything that Edward could potentially sit on. There's a rock. By that, <laughs> okay. I mean there's the floor. Is it okay? Is it is it kind of in the corner? Yeah, you rock? you can go find a, a piece of okay a piece of yeah. stonework in the corner. Edward, th- this whole time, this whole time, Edward's just kind of been looking like wide-eyed, like mm. in shock. And then, so he's just gonna kind of silently go and, like, sit by himself. He's gonna, like, dust it off as good as he can Mm. and, like, get all of that dust off there and then just sit down and kind of, like, silently sit there with his hands crossed and just kind of look wide-eyed. That's what he's doing. While while you're doing that, Mary notices you and she kind of, like, goes over and she beats the hunk of bread one more time. It's getting much smaller. And then she kind of walks over to you and she just goes, Here. And then um, sets down this very stale, like, literally you have to, like, uh, gum this thing to get it soft enough to be able to chew it um, on your on your uh, knee. And then she just sits down next to you and just kind of, like, leans on you while she gnaws on hers. Oh. Oh. Hello. How old is Emily? Like, what? Mary. Close enough. Uh, Mary. Mary <laughs> is about 11. Oh, okay. Um, well, well, hello. Thank you for the bread. Um, I- I'm, I'm really not hungry right now. Oh, you should eat. We only have a little bit of food sometimes. You should actually eat. Um. Well, if you only have a little bit of food, then then you can keep it. I can. No, I can no, go no. and find my own. No, we like to share. Share is nice. You eat it. Um. Eat it. Okay. Edward attempts to take a bite. <laughs> uh, roll an uh, an athletics check. Actually, no. Roll a constitution <laughs> check for me, Edward. Okay. To see if you can stomach this. Yeah, I literally rolled on that one. Yeah. So you go to take a bread, a bite of this bread, and you notice there's like a little flake of mold on it, 
and it's like there's a couple little, little bumps and so you you go and you, you're like no i'm a man i can do this this little girl gave me just like half of her dinner for the next week okay i can do this and you go to take a bite and you literally chip a tooth oh <gasps> oh no oh that's literally what i just did is edward's reaction <laughs> does it hurt edward uh, a little bit. It's definitely a very, very painful. Almost equivalent to when Tarak stabbed you to get some blood. Um, maybe along those lines of that painful. Do I do I see this? Sure. Well, Edward's going. Oh, ow, uh, ow! Uh, what, what what just happened? You're right, Edward. A am I okay? It hurts. I don't. I took a, I took a bite of this dumb bread and I throw it across hey, the room. No. And and I show Cather. Is it okay? Uh, it feels miss, tender. Mr. DM, sir. How bad is the damage? Oh no! I have tears in my eyes. Wait, what am I rolling? Medicine? A perception check. Perception. Okay. No, this perception. Would be wonderful. Uh, what die do you oh, use? Oh god. Man, that was a journey. Uh, perception. Uh, fifteen. Yeah. So you go over and you kind of grab his jaw, like squeezing his cheeks. Ow! Ow! Pulling his cheek aside, and you can see there's like, like literally just like the smallest like little flake of his tooth chipped off. Like it wasn't like a big chunk; it was just like a small little like like tiny fraction, like, like a like literally like a flake came off. Like his tooth. not even borderline, not even like noticeable. Oh yeah, no, you had to like look for it because it, like it maybe just barely nicked the nerve, so there's like maybe a little bit of blood coming out. Cather, Cather's. Oh man. Is my tooth Edward, gone? Edward, I don't know if you're gonna make it. Do I still have my smile? I don't know. Any minute now, no. you might pass out. I don't know what's no. gonna happen to you. Is it bleeding? Um, if you would please calm down, I am trying to concentrate. And, Ed Edward, don't waste food, and I'll walk over to the piece of bread that he stole and just eat it. That, that is not food. That's, that is a stone. That is a stone. Painted to look like bread. If it could do this to me, I pat Edward on the shoulder. Just you're, you're fine. You can't even see us. What? You you mean my tooth is still there? Yes, you're fine. Like, well, you told you told me it, it looked bad. Yes, I did. Because I thought it'd be funny. And How it could was. You do that to me. That is supposed to be a joke. I will never understand this. Anyway, I have some stuff I need to do. Please calm down with your hysterics. Yes, Melora. Just after that, and I, I do laugh. I laugh when Cather's making him freak out. But I take out Ginger, and I'm just going to start uh, talking to her a little bit about how proud I am of how she got to everybody, and how she did very well, and she's very brave. She uh, puffs up her chest a little bit and like licks her paw before like going like almost like over her eyebrows, very much like a. <laughs> kind of look, you know, type of thing. She stands there very proud. I scratch her behind her ears. <laughs> nice. Uh, Lydia, did you want to do something? Renaya's just cuddling Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. After about five more minutes or so, um, Tarak, slowly over the last ten minutes, you've been coming to a, a both good and bad conclusion. Oh, my favorite. Which would you like first? Um, the good? The good is they're not immediately in danger. Oh, that's so good. The bad is it seems that they have been implanted with a dormant amalgamation of a 
couple different diseases. That's like, much worse. It's it's not it's and there are traits of several different diseases that you are aware of, but it's not a specific one of them. It looks like it could be a combination or an amalgamation of something. Um, now I assume I already know the answer, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Uh, do I think that any of it, if not all of it, could be cured by just a solid five hit points from Lay on Hands? I mean, you can sure try. I mean, I feel like it's worth the shot. It does cure a disease, Mr. DM. Roll, roll an insight check. No, I know. It depends on the disease. An insight check? Yeah, roll an insight check to see. Insight. Or medicine. Or medicine. Whichever I one you... I love medicine. Hey, this is when... this is So since the ten minutes has passed, this is when I call Melora over. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, all right, so you see there? What the crap? <laughs> right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll two dice instead of one. Nice. They're both gonna be not stellar. Oh wow, that's a real gift. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a six. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, in your profession, you've seen a lot of things. You've never seen this before. Yeah. And yeah. when it comes to new things. It requires experimentation, you know? You never yeah, you know, know what will happen. One of these kids is dying. Um, <laughs> it's going to be Samuel, not, too. Uh, no, because I feel like Renaya couldn't take that. I'll I'll try a lay on hands on the girl. Okay. Um, we just met her. She can... We can lose her. That's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you go over to do the lay on hands, and one of the big things is the black veins that are going through their very pale skin. Oh, that's great. Um, and you do your five hit points, and throughout her legs, it begins to recede a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she seems to be breathing a little bit easier. Okay. Now, you said that it was an amalgamation of several things that I know of. Yes. And by I know of, does that mean that Tarak knows of, or I myself know of as well? You both. Okay, so could I guess, using both mm-hmm. mine and Tarak's knowledge, Yes. that there's probably some Charles Margie, mm-hmm. maybe a bit of true homage, uh-huh. and just maybe a Horshack Google. Uh... Uh-oh, got him on that one. Hopefully not a Gulzamar. That would be rough. Not the... <laughs> not the Ho- Hoshak Google? Not the Hoshak Google. Oh, oh man. Gulzamar? No. <laughs> okay. That's good. That Those are... You know, for the most part, that's good. Yeah. No, we're fine. Everything's great. Okay. They're, they're not as dead as they could be. Yes. Huh. Well, you know... That's not good. I mean, okay, two of them are kind of fine. One of them is very much not. You do think, through the combination, it seems like they're using True Damage as the base for it. I mean, I would as well. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I would also assume, because it's dormant... 
Yeah. That means that there's a white hand at play? Possibly. Hmm. Well, it's not I'm like not it's really just sure deciding to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not good. Uh, do I know if... Has it ever been tried to stack white hand? Like, have two white hands... Like, if, if I... Uh, like roll if, a history if check. someone else... If two white hands both try no, no, no. to quell a disease... Would yeah, they yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Intelligence? Twelve. There have been times when... Typically when a Tonarok... Um, or a Tanar, actually, right? Yep. If I remember correctly. Yeah, Tanar. Um, specifically when a Tanar was injured, there would be times where several white hand would attempt to stack their their abilities to certain to varying degrees of success um it kind of depended on what they were injured with and how they were going about it um so it's possible you think okay um i will uh i'll turn to the group i say oh thank you very much Malora. you have been an incredibly huge help um I need to do some stuff real quick. Uh, I would really appreciate it if all of you could leave. <laughs> Renaya, you can stay. Uh, we could all hear him, right? He addressed all of us? Yes. yes. And where do you expect us to go? I don't know. Back Explore. out in the street? Live your dream. I've got an operation that, to do. Oh, okay, I just don't know what you want from us. It's cold outside. I I walk over to the door I just and leave. You have that coat that the uh, dwarf fellow gave you. You'll be oh. fine. I leave as well. Oh, you're right. Why didn't you say so earlier? I was freezing outside. And he takes out the coat that he got from that dwarf fellow and from puts it Igor? on. From Igor? Yeah. From Igor. And then he says, well, I suppose I can go stand outside with Catherine or something. Was that really his name? Yeah, Igor. You're the dwarf. She, Mary comes up to you and says, we'll go together and grabs your pinky oh. and walks oh. out with you. Uh, okay. You're doing I, great. I give him a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I say, zip it. <laughs> I follow her out. Oh, the cat's here. So everyone Kids but Renaya leaves? Uh, I believe so. I'll have right. does leave. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'll say, oh, Renaya. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wild dogs. Um, yes, wild dogs in the in the. It's not uncommon. There are things. <laughs> Stray dogs. Um, Renaya. Yes. I am going to do something that I would really appreciate if you never, ever told anyone about. Are we clear here? And by I appreciate, I mean, please, whatever you do. Do not tell anyone about this. And I'm trusting you for a very specific reason. Okay. okay? I'm trusting you because I need to know what is going on with your blood. Okay. Do you know what is going on with your blood? Should I head out with the rest of them? No. I'm gonna head out with the rest of them. <laughs> She's gonna start to get out. 
Samuel uh, like holds onto your hand and goes to go with you. Okay, does he have to stay? Uh, do you want him to potentially explode in a pile of bubbling ooze? Mm. Okay, I'm just gonna sit back down and put him back in the <laughs> <laughs> So do we have a deal? Uh, well, here's the thing, Tourette. You don't really need to worry about me. Um, I'm, I'm not worried about you. I mean, I am, but I'm not worried about you. Originally, I couldn't care less what the deal with your blood is. Couldn't care. Well, that's I care rude. now. Well, okay. if it was that big of a deal, you would have said something. But the witch said that she wanted your blood very badly. Yes. If the witch wants your blood, then the orc might want your blood. Oh. And it becomes my problem when an orc wants your blood. Okay. The only orc that's allowed to want your blood is me. <laughs> well, here's a thing. Do you have to, like, know? Or can I... Do you want everyone else to explode in a pile of bubbling ooze? But I'm... Do you, okay, hold on, wait. Why are they going to explode into a pile of bubbling ooze? I don't know, because I don't know what your blood is. Isn't... I... Okay, why... Why is this about my blood, okay? Where did this come from? Okay, do I have a jar of your blood that is mysteriously black for some reason? No. You know who does? A witch. You know who else might? An orc. Why is this this connected to the children? Uh, Samuel is currently grabbing you. That is the connection. I don't know because I don't know what your blood- What is- I don't know what it is. I can't help people unless you help me. I will not tell anyone, and you can trust that, because I trust you to not tell anyone about what you're about to see. Now, you don't have to tell me now, but you do have to tell me sometime. Preferably the faster the better. There is nothing wrong with Brunaya, and Samuel turns around and hugs you. I I give her the look. Freaking cute! You're gonna have to give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tarek. Yes. Is there any way that I could not tell you, but still help you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to give you an ultimatum here, but I won't do this in public, and Samuel won't leave you. Unless you would like me to just knock him out. And the only way I know how to do that is physically. I would have to physically harm this child. I don't mean that as a threat, it's literally the only thing I could do. Tarek, I... I don't... I, I don't understand why my blood is necessary for this. I don't know either, because I don't know what your blood is. How hard is this to understand? Why is my blood related? That's what I'm trying to understand. Why do you think it's related? Witch had kid. Witch has blood. Orc is with witch. Witch has my blood because witch knocked me out and then took my blood. Yes, and now she wants more of it. That's a problem. This isn't a hard thing to okay, understand. Okay, I... okay, Tarek. Fine. Yes. 
Great. I'm glad that we've come to this agreement completely willingly. There is nothing special about my blood. It's just black. Is she telling the truth? Uh, roll an inside check, roll a deception check. Best believe I suck at this. You've got a good shot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. 14. Oh. Four. Um, so, Tarak. Mm hmm. She leans forward. Samuel, like, on her chest, basically. She leans forward. She goes, There's nothing wrong with my blood. And you can see, like, right through it. She, uh, she, you, like, look into her eyes, and you can see there's lots of history back there. Rania. Mm-hmm. I'm a doctor. Mm-hmm. The amount of times that someone has walked up to me and said, No, sir, there's nothing wrong, is actually surprisingly low because I don't really get patience. <laughs> and right now, I'm running low on patience. I mean that in the Ooh. different sense. There is clearly something wrong. I want to help you. I want to help the other people. Let me do my job. Trap. You're not listening. Okay, listen. Sorry, that was a little rude. But, okay, I just need you to listen, okay? My blood properties Uh are interesting. Yes. To the witch. Uh-huh. For reasons unrelated to whatever this orc sickness thing is. Unrelated in what way? Unrelated as in not connected. <laughs> <laughs> that you're not helping. So I... like the okay. Uh, let me put this in, in perspective okay. for you. Okay. Yesterday, (laughs) looking for a kid. Yes. Today, found a kid, also found your god, like twice. (laughs) Yes. Which with blood, plus your god, plus orc, means real bad. That's the equation. I don't want to force it out of you. Just even a hint. Even just a little, just something, give me anything to not, just to know what I might have to deal with. Also, the two of you, I pointed the kids, you saw nothing today. <laughs> uh, roll an intimidation check. <laughs> no. With advantage. Big scary orc man. 14. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Samuel immediately, like, Huddles into Renaya, at which point uh, Susie also huddles into Renaya. I'm really serious about this, Renaya. I know this you is are. A, this is a monumental scale I that we're dealing it, with here. I know it is. <sighs> um. Would it be any easier if you guys just texted each other the answer to your question? That is a great opportunity. I'm, you I'm could still certainly deciding if she's gonna do something <laughs> or not. Give me some time, <laughs> Catherine. Get out. 
You're not the- Cather pops his head in. Hey, do you guys want like a scroll or something? No. Go away, Cather. Sorry, that was- I just meant- <laughs> Don't, 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 don't. No, don't do that. That's so Edward pressure. pops his head in. Edward pops his head in and says, Yeah, it's really taking a long time in there. I'm getting cold. Edward, I'm, I'm in the middle it. of something. <laughs> Get Fine, out. Just hurry up. Please. <laughs> Closes the door. You can have time to think. It doesn't have to be right now. But okay. if I... You have to promise me. You have to promise me that if I do this, you will tell me. Okay. Okay. I'll give you time to be ready. Great. Now, in the same way, do not tell anyone ab about this. And I understand if you judge me harshly. I think you might be muted. No, oh, I'm just really quiet. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, you two, sorry if I scared you earlier, but just don't tell anyone. Please. Mary goes same for you. Wait, no, you're outside. Never mind. Mary, get out. Um, <laughs> bed, please. To the to the bed. Over They're there. They're all on the bed. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, I open up my bag, take a couple deep breaths. Um, I open up the bottom part and pull out a pair of, um, like, almost a yellowed white leather glove um, for each of my hands, and I very slowly put them on. Uh, and I will go over to each of the kids, um, and I will, uh, I'll perform the ritual of the white hands. Okay. Um... Yeah, so just let me read this real quick. Okay. Um, so you start with Mary, or not Mary, with Susie, Close having her turn around, um, at which point it, you're in a uh, terrible situation where you don't have any way of causing this to not hurt. Yeah. Um, at which point you pull out some of your instruments and begin to make the incision at the base of the skull, oh, yeah. uh, around the back of the neck. Um, go ahead and roll a medicine check for me. Oh, Renaya, could you please hold her steady? I'm just going to try to comfort her the best I can. After about two minutes of this operation, she passes out. It's fine. I mean me, but... <laughs> Ooh, that's good. I'm just gonna hold hold me steady. That'll be a 22. Oh yeah, you have performed this operation a couple times in the past and fairly recently, so you're beginning to become pretty familiar with it. And you begin to go through and one by one remove the individual um, tentacle-like strands of trudomage that have gone and spread over the brainstem and further up around the cranium of the brain and along the skull and slowly begin removing them. The few that break off, you manage to delicately pull through. And after about 10 minutes, um, there is this Cthulhu-esque creature 
um, where it's it's almost like this snail without a shell or like a slug without a shell that then has tentacles coming out the front of its face that then go into these very very thin um, moving appendages that um, kind of spasm out for about two minutes while they're in the jar that Tarak puts them in before eventually it um, stops moving and turns over and uh, seems to die. Uh, during it, you hear uh, Tarak slowly whispering, um, Flo Krumab Akhmagnaut, just over and over and over. Um, and while he does on the knuckle of the left hand, um, a bunch of strange sigils appear, and then when the creature stops moving, they fade away. Um, she should be okay now. Uh, Samuel will be next. Was Samuel watching? <laughs> uh, after he pulled out the knife, Samuel turned into your chest, so he he doesn't he hasn't seen it. <laughs> Good. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of... Do my best to comfort Samuel as this is about to happen again. Yeah. Uh, you you kind of look at Tarak and then just like hug Samuel. So his, the, his neck is available but his arms are kind of pinned beneath yours. Um, and then just kind of like nod at Tarak. Um, and same thing. Uh, is there a limit on how many times you can do this per day? I don't think so. Uh, no, there's a total number of diseases that I can have suppressed at one time. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, so you can go ahead and, and do this again. At which point, for the first two minutes, Samuel begins crying and screaming before he eventually passes out as well. That happens. Go ahead and roll your medicine check. I'm so excited. Ooh. That's not great. Don't freaking stay, Dad. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just I'm bad at rolling dice. I'll go ahead and give you advantage as uh, as Renaya is helping to prevent Samuel from squirming too much. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh, that's much better. Uh, Twenty. Yeah, same thing. You managed to go delicately go through. Um, for the rest of you, it's been about half an hour to forty minutes. Um, you heard crying and screaming and yelling and frustrated voices before eventually you now hear silence as uh, this second operation is now done. The same thing happens. He delicately pulls all the strands out before eventually removing this creature, uh, placing it in the same bowl, at which point it almost it begins to latch onto the other body before it also eventually the other um, slug-like creature before it eventually... Um, dies as well. The knuck- the sigils on his knuckle fading away. Um, yeah, I take off, off the gloves. gloves, put them back in my bag, close it with the little hidden flap on the inside. I say, um, if all goes well, they shouldn't be under any threat. I can't guarantee it, but I'm somewhat confident. Um, now what? Well, unless you're willing to tell me, like, right now. Like, right now. I can tell you that whatever that thing, those things are, that's not, that's not my situation. Not yet. 
that right there was a combination of a lot of things, and I don't know what your blood is, but if it could be combined to make it worse, it would be very bad. I don't really think it's going to be a problem. Yeah, don't really think, huh? Give me a lot of confidence. You know, I don't really think, think that either of these will die from the disease that I just removed, but, you know, hey, 10% is 10%. Tarak! Oh, sorry, it's just simple math. And I'm terrible with numbers. <laughs> okay, well, okay. You said I can just give you, like, little hint? I mean, kind of thing? you could. Hint doesn't really help me cure people, but it's better than nothing. Okay, well... My blood thing is like, I was born with it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was... Like it was kind of the purpose I was born. Um... Okay. And so, and it, uh, it makes... You know, actually, that that really does help, because I can, I can really understand that. I can relate to that. Now, as long as you are sure that it isn't like, oh, the reason you were born was to cure this long-dead, or long-ancient disease, that would be a problem. That would be a large problem. Or like, oh, hey, the gods have the flu, I was born to cure it. Problem. Yeah, but Big problem. Kind of, um, that, that wasn't really the reason I was born. Um, yeah. Okay, is that all you needed? For now, yes. Okay. We should probably bring in the others. Also, we should lay them neck down, so that way they don't walk in and think that I killed them. <laughs> okay. Um, did you put stitches in, Chet? Uh, yeah. yeah. Of course, naturally, <laughs> as one does. What kind of a doctor yeah. would I be if I was like, yep, surgery's done. Just left them Open on the wound. table. <laughs> Open wound. Yeah, okay, perfect. So I think the rest of you are going to walk in. Well, while so while that was happening, and I would imagine especially like during when it kind of got more intense inside, mm-hmm. um, Edward will bend down and start talking to Mary. Um, okay. Hi, Th- thank you for guiding me outside. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Hmm. They, um, they sound like they're not having a fun time in there. No, I, I, I do think Tarak knows a thing or two about the the medical side of of helping people. So, uh, I think they'll be okay. So don't worry about that. That's you good. You said your you said your name was Mary, correct? Yeah. Yeah. My sister's name is Nyla too. Nyla. That's, yeah. that's very pretty. Um, She's a guard names. over at the prison. That's where we found oh. Tarak. Wait, back up. You said you found Tarak at the prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Nyla was like nice to him. So then I went and visited him through the like the grate. What What was he doing at the prison? Do you know? I don't know. He hmm. he mainly just sat a lot. I think Nyla would bring him a book every once in a while and some tea. Well, well, that's interesting. That's besides the point. Um, I, I wanted to apologize for my outburst earlier. I I hurt my tooth. Oh, um, that's okay. And she smiles, and you can see that there are several chips in her teeth. 
I have it too. Oh. Now we're oh, just you... now we're just best friends. And she like grabs your hand and like kind of pulls you like goes in close and like hugs your leg. Uh, yes. Uh, um. Did you get those from the bread too? Bread, rocks, just biting my rocks. teeth. <laughs> what oh, are you for... doing? What are you doing with rocks in your mouth? Rocks have like a, a sometimes they have like a salty taste on them, or like they're like minerals. Like they taste good. I don't like I've... eat the rock, you know. But like, okay. Do you... I've never, I've never tried tasting Here, a try rock. It. And she like kind of looks around oh. and then goes across the street and grabs a rock out of this puddle, oh. and then comes over, oh. lick it. Oh, oh, uh, I, listen, animals go through the street, and they- It's okay, and then she just licks it. Um, mm. I, I, re- uh, I really it. prefer not to. Lick it. Lick it, lick uh, it, lick 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 it, roll? Can she <laughs> persuasion? Sure. Like, yeah, I can do that. I, I gotta give her a plus 20. not usually how it works, I Grant. I know it's not, but- Uh, I won't give her any bonuses. But, uh, she got a natural 16. Uh, okay. Um, Edward takes the rock. Lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it. Yeah, lick it. Come on, lick it. (laughs) He, like, barely sticks his tongue out. (laughs) She pushes it up onto your tongue. Whoa! Oh. Oh. What does it taste like? Uh, it's almost... It's almost similar to bad sushi. <laughs> like there's a little bit of that omami bad, flavor. Bad um, and it's a little musky, and you can tell there's some like grime in there. Yes, um, well, like it poorly prepared sushi. It definitely um tastes like it tastes earthy. Um, Good vintage. I, I I quite I would like to stick towards like normal food. Um, but real quick. Do, do you eat bread like that all the time? Sometimes. It just depends on how many shifts Nyla's been able to get at the, at the prison. She's not like a, a... She's not in charge or anything like that, so sometimes they don't give her a lot of shifts and the, so it's all she can get us. I try and go take things every once in a while, but they don't really like it. And you can just, she holds up her hand and she's missing a pinky. Oh, oh my. Um, and do, do you have... Um, forgive me if, if this is, uh, if you would not like to answer this, but do you have parents around anywhere near here? Uh, no, our parents died a couple years ago. I was really young. But look, they left me this and she holds up a single gold piece. Oh, well, that was very kind of them. Yeah, I like holding on to it. It's really shiny. And she kind of like looks at her reflection through it. (laughs) Well, that it is. Um... Would you do you have enough food to stay full? Are, are you are you always hungry? Yeah, but I'm faster than most of the boys in the block, so it's okay. <laughs> well, congratulations. That's quite the feat. Um. Well, uh, listen, Mary. If you ever need somebody to to help you, either with food or anything else you can you can find me my name is my name is edward and fellows edward and fellows got it yes and i'm sure if you ask anybody they'll know the name is 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 it edward fellows or is it edward (laughs) fellows um n stands for my middle name but it is edward fellows is my name but you have two names you have a name in the middle? That's kind of cool. Uh, I want a I name do, in the middle. Yes. 
What should hey? What should my what should my middle name be? What should I have for a middle name? Can I um, can I be N two? Can I be N two? Can I be N two? Uh, Mary N. I don't have a last name either. Hmm. You don't. Oh. Mary N. Uh, Fellows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bo oh boy. Um. Well, if, if you start telling people that you're a fellows, you might get into more than you bargained for. Um, I, I looked oh. at Cather. Cather's outside with me, right? Yep. Staring in awe. Well, I, actually, I would I would say actually probably staring in awe, and or in having my eyes intensely shut. Okay. Um, I look over to Cather and say, Cather. Um. Perhaps you could share your last name. You're, you're from a far way away. That wouldn't be confusing for anybody. Um, she, she's a she's a human, right? Mm-hmm. I I kind of just kneel down. Why are you blue? <laughs> well, actually. Hey, can I have your scarf? Actually, actually, I'm purple. Um, no, you're not. You're blue. All right. You do look kind <laughs> of blue, Catherine. <laughs> well, it's kind of dark out. Anyway, I, I kind of forgot that I had it. Uh, I take this this scarf, which I didn't really realize that I had across my neck. Yeah. I just uh, <laughs> hand it to her. This is really pretty. She kind of throws it on and then like throws it over her shoulder and then kind of like starts walking around. What a bonny young lass you are. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Wait, is Melora outside too? I. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's and right. Havel. Oh my goodness, We're everybody's all here. outside, except for Tarak and Renaya. And we all <laughs> saw you uh, lick a rock, Edward, so just so you know. Hey. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that I, that happened. I know. I, I'll, I'll wash my mouth out later. But, Cather, I've been meaning to ask you. <laughs> when did you make the fashion choice to wear a pink scarf? <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, when, when we found Samuel, um, afterwards, uh, Malice, who seems quite hurt, uh, gave it to me. I don't know why. Wait, like, like, a image of Malice? Like... Like, I mean, I don't know. What do you mean Malice gave you well, the scarf? I, like, I, he just showed up and said, here, Cather. Well, no, we found Malice there fighting the horned lady remember we told the you this horned... did they did, tell did me we, this did, am i just did we tell you this did we no i thought we i did. don't think you did I, I i don't think you did i think you guys were a little distracted with the kids you mentioned to renaya that you saw malice but we haven't gone uh, into right. detail about it okay back now up a bit. if if they did tell us this let's just say that edward just wasn't listening <laughs> probably not <laughs> okay well look when we found their hideout Malice was there, fighting some horned lady, and gave her a, a real big beatdown, apparently. Later on, we, we freed the kids, came back, Malice was by himself, uh, very hurt, and then uh, Melora made sure to get the kids out. Meanwhile, I stayed for a moment to see what was going on, and he just kind of looked at me, made this scarf, and Hand it to me. Uh, Edward looks to Melora and points at her and says, You saw the same thing? I. It certainly looked like malice. I have no way of knowing what it was. <laughs> yeah, I find it hard to believe that you would have run into a, a god. 
It does seem very weird. Are you sure you're not mistaken? It's not unknown for deities to create avatars of themselves. <laughs> Meanwhile, the kitty in the background agrees. The, the stray cat goes <laughs> through the alley. <laughs> that's, that's very interesting. The strangest thing, actually, was that Malice was undead. Aye. Hmm. <laughs> um, well, so he couldn't have been a god then, right? He would have been <laughs> celestial, so problem solved. It, it... I feel like it might not be that simple. Right. I, I, I'm sorry, I just find it hard to believe that you actually saw a god. But that's that's all. I mean, it is hard to believe, and I don't know if I did. And you got a pink scarf from him. What a, what a silly thing for a god to give a, a mortal. Oh. What a silly thing for just an undead to give a mortal at the same time. Yes. Um. Seems like a lot of a lot of weird undead or like things have been around us lately, and I don't quite like it. I hope it has nothing to do with Tarak. Um, Mary. That's... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad... Mary, I am glad he got the scarf, though, because you do look quite good. Yeah, I do, and she flips the scarf back over and begins to strut once again. I love this kid. Or perhaps you could be an Ebenthar. Oh, uh, what? We, we haven't been properly introduced, and I, I, I kneel down in front of her. Hi, I'm Mary and Fellows. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I, no. I reach, I, I hold out a hand and I say, oh, It's great to meet you, Mary. I am Cather Ebenthar. Eben, Ebenthar. 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 Enfellos. Great to meet you. Cather, do you have a middle name? Um. No, I was never given a middle name. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Melora. Hi. Uh, maybe she could try your last name on for size. She seems it seems to be a troubling a troubling name, Ebenthar. Ebenthar. The accent is it's it's a little weird. I kneel down as well, and I say, "Well, it's lovely to meet you. My name's Melora Maryax. Maryax. Coolest last name ever, by the way. It's kind of like. It's kind of like Mary Mary. Mary Mary. Mary 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 Axe. I'm Mary Mary Axe. And then she like grabs a rock and like chucks it at this other kid. I'm Mary oh. Mary Axe. And you remember it. That's oh. fairly oh my. fairly right, actually. That's very good. <laughs> you can keep the N if you'd like, maybe. I'm Mary N. Mary Axe. Mary Axe. <laughs> and she goes like jogging down the road and it kind of goes around the corner. <laughs> this kid is great. <laughs> I turn over to Melora and Cather and Havel, because he's there. Um, love you, Havel. So, I love you, Ryan. Miss you. Um, and I turn to them and say, well, she's quite fun, isn't she? I she, is, she, is, she is. She comes back. <laughs> <laughs> she has so much spirit. I'm, I'm so surprised being in such a sorrowful place. Well, some people choose to find happiness from other places. I and some people are born in this life, and so they didn't know any different. Well, good for them for making the best of it. Meanwhile, have they finished by now? <laughs> I'll say that just about a few minutes later is kind of when they're beginning to finish up. Okay. Um, Tarak will pop his head out. Hey team, um, all good in, good in here. Oh, thank goodness it's so cold. <laughs> Can come. Yep, I'll be, I'll be in here. 
I walk in. Is Mary with us by now? Did she yeah, just run she's, away? She's okay, go. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's part two of this arc. You guys have to go find Mary. Oh no. <laughs> A much harder journey. Yeah. You all uh, re-enter the establishment to find Renaya visibly shaken, holding Samuel, um, as both Samuel and Susie are asleep. What did you do to them? Routine checkup. Do I believe him? Roll an insight check. <laughs> Roll a deception check, Cap. Or, or uh, track. <laughs> 18. Yeah, not even close. I didn't get close to that. Yeah, it's a routine checkup. May I try? Sure. Yeah, roll an inside check. Anyone who doesn't believe Tarak. <laughs> uh. This isn't uh, fair. She no, rolls well. Seven, 17, so. Not well enough! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, we're good. Sorry, uh, Hannah. Right. Yeah, it's a routine checkup. Everything's fine. They're all good. Totally fine. Are we staying here for the night? Um, what is the plan? I mean, do we want to go back? I mean, now the kids are asleep, so they kind of walk for themselves. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Nyla and I are on a bit of a rough terms right now. Is she okay. alright with us being in her home? Well, she's probably fine with you all being in your home. I... maybe... But, um, it's complicated. Tarak? Yeah? Would you mind sharing what we're about to get ourselves into if she comes home? Well, she's a very, very kind woman. I start looking out the window. Um... The last time I was in her house... She said, leave and never come back. But you saved me, so it should be fine. Uh, ah, she didn't seem crazy excited. I mean, she was very excited that you were fine, but not happy about me being here. But I think that... We could at least leave the kids here, and you all may be able to sleep here. I would probably be an alley in an alley again. How late is it, Mr. DM? At this point, it's probably close to, let's see, it was like 5 o'clock when you guys left. It probably took about an hour, half to two hours, so that would put you at 7 o'clock. It's probably close to 8 or 9 o'clock by now. Okay. Um, the, the sun is beginning to set. It's gotten pretty low. Um, it's just going over the horizon and it's beginning to get dark. It's very, very dark in the back side of the alley. Um, as you guys were out there, many torches were beginning to be lit. Um, but there's something just about this area that just seems to have this ever present dimness to it. Um, especially now that it's beginning to get dark, it is just even darker back here. And should she be back by now? No, she's usually back really late. Yeah. She, she's well, a guard at the prison, and uh, depending on when her shift starts, it could be a, a long time. Right. Well, I, for one, wouldn't mind going and getting a room somewhere. I should think we should stay together. 
I, I agree. I didn't feel quite right leaving you in the alleyway track all alone like that. I, I would just be, I would be in an alleyway like right outside, though. Still didn't feel right about it. But regardless, we should probably stay until uh, Nyla's back so she doesn't show up and... That's true. We could also write a note. Yes. Yes, we could. Mary. Mary. Yes, I'm Mary. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Do you have any more beds? Perhaps a lower level or, or something? Uh, lower level. And she like looks at the ground. No. You can sleep on the floor. Sometimes I like to sleep on the floor. The bed gets really hot because Nyla, like, she, like, runs really hot. So sometimes I'll go lay on the cold stones and it helps cool oh. me off. And then I'll crawl back in and I'll put my cold feet on Nyla's calves and she, like, kicks me out of bed again. It's fun. Edward, a jaw dropped. <laughs> Eyes big says, well, uh, idea, if we have to stay here, perhaps some of us could go out and find some blankets or something. I'm oh, it's okay. We have a blanket. And she holds up like this tattered, like moth-eaten single <sighs> sheet. All right. Edward, Very I think nice. I agree with you. I. Some of us could stay here. So, well, and, and make sure the kids are fine while some of us go get some food, perhaps, also. And Aye. maybe a couple of blankets and bedrolls and bring them back. Uh, Mary? Yeah? Could you tell me, where is, if you had the money to eat there, where would you like to eat? Hmm. Uh. Uh, well... Well, there's this one guy just down the street, a little boys. Um, his name is Joe. He makes crabs, like he like stews like crabs, and and they're really good. Like he like steams them or something like that. I don't know. He doesn't usually like uh, like uh, sell them or anything like that. Usually he he gets like I think he works. I don't even know where he works to get crabs here, but uh, like I, sometimes he just, like shows up with a bunch of crabs and then he just like puts them all in a big old pot that he has. And then they come out nice and steamy, and he just gives them out to people. I don't normally get one. All right. But uh, I'd love to try one if he has them. Well, I could go for some crab. I can certainly take a look over there. Um... Which of us would like to stay here? I should probably stay in case Nyla returns. She at least knows who I am rather than some random person in her house. I'd like to stay too. All right. Can, can I go with you? Um, well, Mayor, don't you uh, think you want to be here when your sister gets home? Yeah, that might be a good idea. I sure it could be fun. Well, I'll leave the choice up to her. Tarak and I will play. It'll be great. All right. All right. Right. So it's uh, myself, Melora, and Edward. And Havel, probably. And Havel? Havel will stay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you want to do, Havel? Do you want to stay or do you want to go? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would love to stay. Well, you see, I'm a handsome tiefling, so... I'm a handsome tiefling. <laughs> With no money, so please don't rob me. Uh, I'm just waiting for the chat. Uh, he left. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's he's on gone. his flight. He's he can't gone. hear us. Sweet. He's good. Oh, yeah. oh, by the way, Ryan went home to have a wedding for his, or went 
to his sister's he's wedding not back in Nebraska. Specifically. <laughs> no, he's he not getting married. Specifically, he's not his sister. His sister got married, so he's on his way back. Unfortunately, he won't be here tonight. But we miss him and we love him. Anyway, back to the game. Uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna stay. <laughs> All right. All right. Edward turns to Melora and Catherine and says, "Um, I, I don't know. It's really cold." Does he strike that pose? No, no, he is not in game. <laughs> um, but he says, "You know, oh, I, it's quite cold. Do you think you could handle it?" I, I I'm I sure guess, we could. Yeah. Okay, try to find like as many crabs as you can. And here, uh, he grabs Edward grabs uh two go Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> All the cats tonight. Of cats coming in. Yeah, well Edward A lot of stray cats out tonight. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Edward takes three gold and and hands them to Cather and says, "If you need supplies or crabs, please grab crabs. That sounds amazing. I'm so that hungry." That brings me that brings me back up to thirty. Ooh, good job! I still have all the money that Havel gave me. I haven't spent any yet. Havel also told um, the hotel owner, what it, no, the Jericho. To give mm-hmm. me like ten gold or something like that. Yeah, Did that yeah he, gave, he gave you ten gold. Oh my god, gold. this is the most money I've ever had. He he gave you one platinum. I think Wait, that's what? worth less. <laughs> oh, so it was <laughs> garbage. DJ. One one coin. DJ, DJ, I hate to, I hate to disappoint you, but uh, but Ryan did actually see. I know. I I just saw it. <laughs> anyway. Uh. I'll follow Melora if she. If I'll let her All right. Oh, okay. yeah. I'll just go. Uh, did we see any place while we were um, coming down the ring towards the house? See any place like like a Joe's Crab Shack? Supplies. Or food, for other food. Rations. Or something like um, a Red Lobster. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, is there a few Chang's? Maybe a sit-down restaurant. Oh, the kind <laughs> where they uh, cook the food in front of you. I don't know. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> roll, roll an insight check for me. An insight check. The gloom ward is not known for having open intentions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Twenty-one. Oh, you are street. You know, you know what's up. Right. So, yeah, yeah you're like going day through... four in the city. In the city. <laughs> she is more street than you will ever be, Catherine. Probably. Um, so, as you were going through, you noticed several different things. You noticed that there was probably a little spot that did a lot of gambling, probably legally. Um, there seemed to be um, a couple different people hanging around in different areas where they would um, be bumping into each other on occasion. Um, probably handing off things you assume um there was one place that had a big old pot in front of it there wasn't anyone there when you guys went past it so you're not really sure what's going on with it um but uh there's a variety of different things around you could probably find whatever you're looking for you think baskin robin two blocks down (laughs) right right all right i'm just um i'm going to first look for a place to eat i'll go towards where the big pot was to see if there are crabs out for mary and for edward yeah, there are no crabs. All right. Also, real quick, Mr. GM, can we say that yeah. I got my cloak back? Yeah, sure, hundred percent. Is it still raining? Um, you guys. So the gloom ward is like on the very back inside 
corner of the uh, of the city, back at furthest in the cave. So it is still raining. You can still hear it, and there's still that kind of cool breeze coming through. But you guys aren't wet by any means because you're right. in the back side of a cave. I was just saying because I'm wearing my new dress, and it's probably like ruined. It's a little wet. It's not ruined. Okay. It was designed to be tough and to kind of be able <laughs> to right. withstand the elements and stuff like that. Um, they tailored to to its owner. So there you go. All right. So, oh, sorry. What are you saying? Something. Well, I was just gonna say while while we're walking, I'll just kind of I'll kind of just lean down and say, I never did get to say, but you do look very nice. Ah, uh, th- thank you very much. Um, it's you know, Renaya said she liked it, so I thought I'd wear it today. <clears throat> anyway, uh, what are you hungry for? <clears throat> um, I I don't know. I mean. We never really, I never really had seafood before. Um, well, there are no crabs here. That is here. false. That's false. You had seafood I, all I, the time. I had seafood all the time, actually, <laughs> so I'm not really in the mood. Right. Now, what's it, now, now this year, I, I hear it's called steak. Steak? It comes from a, it comes from a cow. I cover my pocket. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you, do you know anything about that? Uh, I've heard of it. Um, it's probably not any good, is it? Probably not, but probably maybe. Not. I'm, I'm yeah, sure Edward yeah. might like something like that, but um, I think our main priority should be the blankets, but... Uh, is there... Okay, if, if I attempt to follow my nose, is there any baked goods? Uh, <laughs> bread! Thing. Can we find roll, bread? Roll a perception check. Cool. Can uh, can Ginger help him with her little nose? <laughs> sure. <laughs> She's like. Ooh, okay, okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. The pointer squirrel. Uh, I... So t- t- perception is uh, twenty-one. Um, you smell the ever so slightest hint of baked goods over the vast majority of complex spell smells that are back here um aside from the pungent smell of sewage and dirt and grime and kind of the like mustiness of being underground like of being in a cave um and then you have the breeze coming in from the storm that's breathing bringing in uh you know the smell of rain and like wet earth and the kind of grass around it but ever so faintly off in the distance pretty far away you think there might be a bakery on the front side of the city. On the front side of the city? Closer to the front side of the city, yeah. <sighs> and we're like, that's like the opposite side of where we are right now. Potentially, depending yeah. on where it is. Okay. Uh, does, does, does baked goods sound appealing? I, I mean, my mother used to bake. I haven't had anything like that in years. Sure, sure. Let's try that then. And I'll start attempting to make my way that direction. All right. Yeah. So you guys are basically in the very back of the circle. Yep. You're just a little ways actually past on the west side of the central prison. And you guys started heading east back towards where you came. And now you guys begin to make your way all the way around, slowly making your way to what begins to be the front side where things begin to pick up a little bit um, and become a little bit nicer. And you can see that there is... 
um, a few more shops specifically designed on the front side. It's not so much residential areas, it's more uh, uh, more commercial type stuff. Um, and so coming around, you uh, can begin to smell the bread a little bit more um, and come up to what is this um, fairly well kept blue and white building. It's a blue painted building with white trim um, with like little shutters over the doors. And you can smell the uh, ever so faint smell of bread between the rain that you're now getting drenched in. Um, uh, it kind of is right there in front of you um, with that door or with those windows. I squeeze my hair out <laughs> <laughs> and it's on uh, one side and uh, is it- The side with ginger I see? Yes. <laughs> right under ginger, She's she gets like, a bath. Um, <laughs> is the door open? Can I just walk no. inside? All right. Uh, uh, it's not a like knock. I. It's a okay. fine idea. You give a knock, and uh, it opens, and this gnomish woman um, is behind the door. Um, not frail, uh, but also not like plump. A pretty good, healthy size. Um, she looks to be probably mid to late. Uh, I don't know Something's... for a gnome like she... uh, maybe a hundred and fifty. I think that's middle age for board gnomes or so. Um, so on the on the later side of middle age, um, and she kind of opens up and goes, uh, "Yes, how can I help you?" Hi, are you still open? No, it's like ten o'clock. Well, then can you help me by telling me if there is any place that might be selling food or anything at this time of night? Um, probably a bar or a tavern. Right. Should be along those lines. Uh, I open up again at, at six tomorrow if you guys are interested. We may uh, come back, perhaps. Uh, all right. Well, th yeah. thank you very much. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just you know I, I sold out of all my goods and now I gotta bake it all again. So you right. know it's right. just how it is. I'll be up for the next couple of hours baking. So. All right. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I can't help you. Have, have, have a good night. Right. Yeah. You too. All right. Bye bye. Uh, all right. That's too bad. <laughs> um. Is if if looking around the local area, are there any like supply shops that seem like they might be still open that would sell like stuff like blankets and stuff? Um, and other general yeah, supply. Yeah, we'll, we'll say there's there's a shop that seems to still have a couple lights on it. That seems to be a general supply store. Okay, I'll I'll quickly make my way over there before it closes. Okay, I yeah, fall. you go over there. <laughs> you guys go through ringing the door. Um, at which point. This very plump um, uh, halfling man comes walking out. Oi, how can I help you? I um, we are looking for some blankets or anything to make uh, sleep on the just floor down just down the a aisle more pleasant. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, just down the aisle. I start heading that way. Uh, you start heading down um, where there's there's a variety of like uh, shoulder height shelves that have a variety of different items on them and he points you down this one at which point there is uh, like a couple bedrolls uh, on the very top of the shelf and like variety of different blankets um, on the bottom shelves all right should we get some bedrolls that That's does seem be, like it could be a, a good investment a good idea yeah do they have like uh, a price tag <laughs> on the bedrolls <laughs> Uh, no. Is there a little label on the shelf? Aye. Uh, no. <laughs> um, where is the halfling now? 
Uh, you can see he's uh, sitting with his feet up on his counter, smoking a pipe, just watching you guys. Alright, um... How, how much for, for these bedrolls and blankets? Uh, how many? How, how many are there? There's two bedrolls and probably like four or five-ish blankets. The lot. Okay. Um, well, we need at least... Well, okay. Now, Mr. DM, do I yeah. myself have a blanket? I know you I have a bedroll. I know I have a bedroll. Do I have a blanket? Yeah, yeah, we'll say that your your bedroll has a blanket. Sure, okay. So we need at least five. I... <laughs> five bedrolls or five blankets? Blankets. Okay, yeah, so you, you grab the five and the two bedrolls? I... Yeah. Uh, 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 two gold. Done. I take out two gold and I put it down. Um, is there any, um, like... Rations or anything in this store? Yeah, you can see it just in the in the next aisle over there's a couple more rations. Well, this is not what we were hoping for, but I suppose rations could get us through another night. Yeah, it's not quite the what we were looking for, but yeah. <laughs> you guys are getting a box dinner. <laughs> yep. I mean, basically. Unless I mean, we're we're getting it, we're getting it to go anyway, so yeah, it's fine. Everything's great. Unless you want to go to. I mean, a tavern, a tavern doesn't really sound that appealing right now. Right. Unless we went all the way back up to the Sunrise Suite, which by the, by the time we got back down here, the food would be cold anyway. Aye, and it and would be good is that? too late, so that's <laughs> probably not very smart. Well... Um, how many... Uh, are there like... Can we... Are there like, I don't know, ten rations? They're in sets of ten. Sets of ten. Oh, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. I'll buy two. Okay. You now have 20 rations, uh, Melora. Uh, do they look any different? Like... Um, no. Alright, uh, yeah, I buy one pack. Okay, um, it'll be a, a silver piece per set of ten. I give him a gold. He takes it. I'm sure he will. Edward, are you doing anything in the shop? Edward's not here. I'm not there. Oh, I thought you went. No, he. I left Melora and Cather to their own device. No, he. I see. Grant, Grant decided to insert himself. Yeah, Grant said. I did say, <laughs> I did say chin finger. <laughs> chin finger. <laughs> this is. We've never given this a name. Just keep going. We'll figure. Anyway, so you guys get your rations and your bedrolls. Anything else that you're looking for? Um. How many arrows have I got? Uh, that is an excellent question. You, I believe you started with 20. How many times have you shot something? I shot... <laughs> I probably have uh, about uh, four or five left only. Um, Might be a good idea to get some, some uh, arrows. I, I mean, I do try to retrieve them afterwards, but sometimes they break and they're not as no, good. Yeah. Uh, do I see arrows in the shop? You do not see any arrows in the shop. All right. Yeah, might need um, a blacksmith. I... Um... Pardon me. Oi. Do you know where I could get some arrows or some other um, adventuring equipment? That would be a hot commodity these days. Uh, most of the guards have been buying up a lot of the weaponry. Oh. Why is, why is that? Uh, you haven't heard. There, uh, there are orcs on the run. That's why the gates are closed. 
how many orbs. I look at Cather. I'm like. I, I don't know. That was just what the, the what the local yellow was saying the other day. Uh, well, actually, it was today. Now that I think about it, it was today, and they they closed up all the gates. You can't get up to the upper levels anymore, or or get out. I look at Cather. Uh, oh, well, no. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. All right. I I, I, I I rush out the door. Okay. Uh, have a great night. Thanks for the business. But thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and I'm trying to, uh, with my new cloak, I'm trying to cover some of the blankets so they don't get wet. Oh, oh but, yeah. Okay. <sighs> but they probably. I'd say you're, you're fairly you're fairly successful. You can like right. tuck them in the sides. All right. Uh, so, um, we kind of get out. Did you hear that? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, that's bad news. Um, the question is, did they see, did they see Tarak? We say this while we're walking, very quickly. I, did yeah, they, did they see Tarak, um, or did they see the other one? I cannot imagine. I mean, they said orcs as in plural. I mean, why would the guards want to close the gates for Tarak, unless it was the witches' orcs that were out? Right. I mean, unless, unless they saw Tarak at some point and thought that he was a threat. I didn't know. He's very good at keeping to himself. That's Can true. Gonna think he would bring much attention. I mean, d- didn't did didn't Edward say something about how they met? About I think I think I remember Edward saying that like he made some sh- big commotion when they first met and started oh. running off. Well, that's not very good. But but how long ago was that? That d- does I- the seem like they would choose today over that. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when that was. <sighs> Alright, well... In. I need to get more arrows for myself at the very least. Oh man, is there a guard post somewhere that we can talk to people? Yeah, would... you, you you can see that there's a, vari- there's a number of guards around. Yeah, well, yeah, guards, but uh-huh. like... Like a, like, a, like an official like office where I, where I went to deposit my complaint. Yeah, by talk to, <laughs> he means rob. Become a Karen, so to speak. <laughs> I would like to speak to the manager. Uh, right. There's, um, you know, there are towers around the outer rim and along the inner rim um, that set up defense, and that's where most like guards will be stationed to specific towers, and then they have a certain like uh, radius around that tower that they're in charge of protecting. Um, and there is a tower basically right here. Okay. As you guys are kind of balancing on the on the edge um, of the arch and stuff like that, there's that tower right that hugs the edge of the arch. I mean, do we want to try to talk to some of the guards? What do we want to know? A lot. Well, a lot of things. Um, I I start making my way over, like like detour that direction a little bit. I don't okay. know. Like, I mean, it, I don't know if they would really tell us if or what they saw. It might be confidential, but I mean, it's I mean, worth a shot. I suppose. Otherwise, I mean, I guess, I don't know, maybe we'll try a luck at borrowing some arrows? Or just asking where we could get some. Maybe maybe that's our story. Maybe they were out to the arrows and we wanted to know why. That's, yes, let's leave with that. Alright. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, let's start making our way over. Okay, yeah, so you make your way over to the tower, at which point there, um, there's a little uh, door, mm-hmm. not a little door, but there's a, a heavy wooden door with two guards on either side of it uh-huh. at the base of the tower, along with a variety of other guards that are kind of patrolling the area. Right. Uh, <coughs> I'll just attempt to walk over to the closest one. How can we help you? Hi. Um, sorry to bother you. I know you guys oh, are, you're are fine. busy. Um, yes, very much so, as I stand here holding the stick. Right. right. Um, 
Well, my friend here is very good with uh, archery. Uh, oh, very nice. Uh, but he's running a bit low on uh, arrows. Okay. They were sold out in the shop, and we just wanted to know if there was a reason for people to be arming themselves a little more recently, or where I could get some more, perhaps. There are orcs on the run. Lady. Honestly, I don't think you should be out, but there are there's reports have it that there have been bands of orcs that have been that have somehow entered the city and, and are uh, hiding among our ranks. Uh, I don't personally think that it's as big a deal as people think, but like, where have these sightings been said? Uh, I'm not really sure, honestly. I'm just told to stand here and, and you know be be here. Uh, you know, if I see an orc, I kill it on sight. That's basically the uh, the uh, the order. Alright, uh, thank you very much. Um, and I just grab Cather and I just start walking a little faster. And I'm just like, alright, well oh, now that bye. you know that there's... Uh, uh, thank you! Um, there's bands of orc? I'm sorry. Um, that's quite a little more than uh, what we thought before. Yeah. So, what should we do? That's a... I don't... Uh, let's get back to the others. Oh, this is very bad. Potentially. Right, um... I mean, okay. do they... Uh, do you think any of them saw us, Cather? Maybe. They might have. Like, should we try and to not uh, reveal ourselves and our appearance? The, you can't be too careful right now. Oh, and we uh, oh, we fully lo- we fully lost Edward. <laughs> He's on his way back. Oh, dear. Um... Everything's breaking. Chaos. Chaos reigns. <laughs> awesome. It's well, the orcs. Here, this will, yeah, as uh, we're trying to get this all figured out, we'll actually just go on our break real quick. Oh, um, we're about to anyway. So um, we'll be back in like 10 <laughs> or 15 minutes, hopefully. Um, and then we can continue with uh, Catherine Melora as they head back to uh, the rest of the group. So we'll be back in a little bit. All right. So we're back. We fixed our technical difficulties. Our good sir, Grant DeFore, has jo- rejoined us. Um, so we should be good by now you'd think hi we'll this figure is it grant out. i play edward on the cast and i'd like to say that i'm i'm so thankful that you welcomed me back with such gusto dm thank you uh, you're all. welcome um but where we left off cather and melora had been making their way um back after they'd done some shopping debating on the fact that um there's apparently now a band of orcs that is roaming athala and they're having to deal with that so that's what they were talking about we'll just jump right back into it with you guys um and so yeah all right i didn't think it wise to just sleep tonight i think we should have watches that's uh probably wise i didn't really think it'd be wise anyway since we encountered the witch today um yes let's we definitely need to get back quickly before anything happens right and and i will i will at this point Mr. DM, just always have a hand on my sword, like on, okay. on the hilt of my sword, just being at the ready. Yeah, okay. Um, as you guys start going through, um, roll a perception check. Uh, both of you roll for separate perception checks. <laughs> what is the face that you're making? Ooh, hey, that's pretty good. That was my, my uh, please roll well face. Uh, I rolled a 19. Okay. 25. Yep. Oof. Um, Melora, as you're going through, you are keeping a very, very watchful eye on every little piece of movement 
um, that is near you or in front of you. Um, and as you're getting later and later into the night, the streets are beginning to grow quieter and quieter. And as you guys keep going, you don't notice anything. You think that you're doing a pretty good job of staying safe. Cather, you guys are going through. And um, as you're walking, you just notice out of the corner of your eye this trail of a cloak going down an alley. And when you look over, there's nothing there. But now in the other corner of your eye, just further away, you see a woman, um, an older woman, walking down the road. And when you look back over, she's not there anymore. And there's a couple of these different signs going through just as you're going forward that all seem to be leading you forward. Hmm. Okay. I'll just uh, keep on my current pace and path. Okay. Yeah, as you begin to go, again, you see kind of out of the corner of your eye, you look and this time you see um, this man, not the uh, wide-brimmed hat man with the vest and the goatee and everything like this, but the man covered in um, these black robes with like purple accents to it, like dark purple accents to it, all bundled up in this very tight attire, booking it down uh, this alleyway to your right. Uh, Did you see that? Did you see that? Uh, You did not. I rolled 25. You did not see it. Alright. No. Uh, uh, Sorry. Uh, What did you see? Uh, Something important. I I, I follow. Okay. Yeah, you start following. Uh, Melora, do you follow Cather? Well, I have no choice, so I... But I have an attitude about it. I'll have it be known. Uh, Melora, instead of being hot on your heels in a supportive fashion, is a little ways back. That's kind fine. of in a slower pace. Um, just kind of like watching you as you like scramble around looking around. You go down this alley and just to your left, you again see um, uh, this elderly woman with a cane making her way down now left down this alley, making her way slowly before turning around uh, another alley, uh, this time again left. I continue to follow. Okay, you follow them, and as you go through, you follow the same pattern of one of these three vestiges uh, guiding you through the alleys of Athala before eventually there's just, um, you come around the corner and you are kind of in a little bit of a wider alleyway between um, the very, very back wall and the second in a row of buildings, Mm -hmm. and you can see Leaning against the wall, hat tipped down, um, boots kind of out in front of you, um, gnawing on a, a piece of straw, uh, the vestige of the gravedigger, his shovel leaning uh, against the, the house, standing there, and he like looks up at you, he gives you a wink, and then he walks around the corner of the house. Okay, uh, if, uh, if I look around the corner, is he still there? You look around the corner and he is not still there. Instead, um, you can see there's this little alleyway that has um, vines growing up the side of one of these buildings. Um, You're not like super far into the back half of this, so there's still a little bit of sunlight that can come in um, allowing the vines to grow in um, on the, technically it would be the northern side of this building um, as kind of the sun faces it from the cave. It's complicated. Anyway, there are these vines that grow up with little budding uh, rosebuds 
and there's one single rose and you can see that there's a man there not the gravedigger but a different man um, you can see um, a long black cloak um, you can't see past the front um, with this slick black hair and these horns that come up the side um, kind of in a very ornate almost fake looking fashion they come up with a little spike and then uh, from the base of it they're still connected they swoop back and kind of out before having another spike and then something that comes around the backside and then on the left horn around that kind of half moon that ends up being made between the top spike and the bottom spike that protrudes there are four gold um almost like earrings um loops that are are hanging from holes that have been drilled into the into these horns and he's currently picking the rose you can see um just the hints of a red uh, headband holding back some of his hair as he picks this rose and begins looking at it and examining it um i'll slowly approach Oi. um uh as you begin to approach she just goes i wouldn't get any closer if i were you before turning and looking at you you can see he's um a tan uh elvish complexion complexion you recognize him to be a uh, horned elf from his uh, fairly elven features his long pointed ears uh, with the uh, very obvious horns coming out of his head um, you would know these to be rather elusive uh, a rather elusive race of elves they mostly stick to uh, La Stella um, which you kind of are aware of it's between um, Athane and or it's just beneath Athane between Rivaluna and Athane or not between them but beneath uh, a thane, yeah. So you haven't really seen them before, um, but you kind of recognize the elvish features, and then obviously with the very obvious horns, it, it's pretty easy to make the connection. Who are you? Uh, my name is Kiyomura. Who are you? Cather. Well, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Cather. And he sticks out his hand. I, I reach out and grab it. As you turn, you can see he's not wearing um, a very... He is wearing a shirt, but it's a very, very low-cut V-neck. That allows you to see the hints of uh, these uh, Japanese-style linework clouds tattooed on the edges of his chest, and it seems like they're going out past. And as he reaches past, his cloak pulls back just a little bit, and you can see the hints of tattoos around his wrists. It's very nice to meet you, Cather. What are you doing out so late? You shouldn't be out here. Um, well, I could ask you the same thing. I'm sorry, did you see someone come in here? Uh, I, there was a, a woman. Um, I, I wasn't necessarily following her, but I, she went down the alley, and so as I was passing, I just looked down, I saw the, the roses, and it's really odd, obvious, it's rather really odd, the roses aren't in season right now, and, but this one is blooming, this whole area is blooming. Um, and as he holds it, it begins to wilt in his hand. Well, that's rather strange. And you didn't see a man come this way? No. Why? Are you following someone? Should I be concerned for my life? I was following a few someones. Well, that's not creepy. It's complicated. Most things in Although life are. it's quite peculiar that they led me to you they led you to me what do you mean well they led me here and you seem to be here why might that interesting. be interesting 
Um, but, hmm. He kind of puts one hand on his hip, at which point you can see um, there is a large, probably about a foot long blade, um, kind of this angled, curved, elegant blade sticking out of his cloak with a large shaft going back. Um, you can't quite tell what type of weapon it is, you just see the very tip of it. Um, but he's kind of holding on to that. I. Wait. Are you. Did my father find you? Um, I don't know. That would be that would be a no. Okay. I mean, um, and you are, and he looks over at you, Melora. I've been just waiting in the back, just kind of like, uh, my name's Melora, and I didn't really know what we're doing here either. Um, we were kind of in a hurry, so. All right. Well, now, does someone by the grave digger mean anything to you? Uh. No. Does Oregal mean anything to you? I mean, he's among the human pantheon, but aside from that... Dang it. Do you need help with something? I thought I was getting something I already... Dang it. I'll kind of just... Alright. Well, Laura, we should go. I... Just turn around. Careful now, there are orcs on the loose, they say. Aye, I heard. You be careful as well. Did... As we turned the corner again, did... Was the shovel left behind? The shovel's not there, but as you guys go back around the corner, you can just see the widow just uh, standing right there, hunched over her, her hood, holding over with the her cane in front of her, just standing there. Like in front of us? Not in front of you, just like right on the corner of the building, basically where the gravedigger was. Just standing there. What am I supposed to find here? Are you She daft? looks up at you. She looks up at you, and you can see a... What once was a very, very beautiful face, now wrinkled and wary with time, looking up at you. And then she looks back in the alley. And then she starts walking away. Are you all right? No. But I don't think I, I, I don't. We don't have time. Come on. I mean, we can talk about it on the way. We're going to be with each other for a very long time, and if you're going to start talking to random people in the middle of the night when we're trying to get somewhere, I think I might want to know some of that information as to why. It was not some random person that I was talking to. All right. Then who was it? I don't know. Well, now, quick question: Did she see? She didn't see the widow. When I was talking to her just now. No, she did not. Yeah. Well, the man that was in that alley, I don't know who he is. Very, but he's clearly he's connected somehow. To? I don't know how. To what? I was, I was following them. The three of them. The three My three patrons. They were trying to show me something. I missed it. As you guys are having this conversation, you can now see that there are a couple different guards um, approaching you. <laughs> Not necessarily like approaching you, but like on patrol, making their way through the street. We should go. I. We can talk about it on the way. 
Um, I'm sorry that you didn't find what you were looking for, I think, um, but we should go. Uh, Mr. DM, just because I missed it in the moment, what was that gentleman's name? Uh, Kiyomura. K-I-A-M-O-R-R-A. Um, so, as you guys begin making your way down the road, you're just trying to not look suspicious, you don't go jogging down the road or anything like that, just kind of keeping your cool. Um, as you guys make your way around just a little ways further, you hear the guards begin to say something, and then you turn around and look as they go down the alley, and then you can hear clashing, um, and what sounds like Kimura going, Oi! Wait! Uh, before, uh, it kind of gets cut off. Uh, how far away? You guys have only made it probably about 40 feet or so. Um. What's that face for? You can now see the widow again standing by the alley. Cather, will you say something? I kind of read your mind. She's, they're still there. Don't understand. Alright, so what do you want to do about it? Time is it? It's probably 10.30, getting close to 11. Cather's sitting there on his knees, <laughs> holding his face. <laughs> um, I just, I, I take out my holy symbol for a second. Okay. And kind of just hold it in my hand. Is she is is she looking at us? Mm-hmm. She's like staring right at you. It almost feels like she's staring like through your soul. Yeah. And he's just looking in that way, and I'm like, and he's just looking at the alley. <laughs> Catherine, the what are you staring at? You can't see them. No. See who? Should I be worried about you? Are you all right? I mean, yes, but no. I don't know. Ah, I start making my way back over. Oi. Um, you uh, make your back. Are you going to say something to me? Are we about to do this right now? Because um, I should be on the same page. I don't know what... I don't know, Melora. All right? What All do I you know... want to do right now? Tell me what you want. <laughs> I pull out the book. And maybe I can help you. I pull out the book. I'm finding answers. <sighs> I, I flip through some of the pages. Uh-huh. I found this. I was given this by the priest in the temple. It's full of... It has these different parables. Different stories. I don't really understand. This okay. is my chance to understand. These people. These are the people. <sighs> what do you want me to do for you right now? You hear another yell. Can you just... Make sure I don't go crazy? I can try my best. What does that look for you? I, uh, I don't know. Just stand there. Be just. Make sure I don't do anything stupid. And I keep walking forward. Oi! I take an arrow out. <laughs> you guys go and you walk around, at which point you can see 
um, two guards, now four guards actually, have um, both gone, and they're all basically um, going in at Kiyomura. Um, a couple of them have his arms kind of um, out, pu pushing his shoulders down, so he's bent over. There's another guard that kicks him in the stomach. Um, before another one that comes up behind him and like kicks him in the butt, causing him to go like face forward into uh, the pavement. Uh, now what's going on here? None of your concern. Internal business. Be on your way. I don't think beating up a random civilian is just nobody's business. You don't know who this man is. This is internal business. Now go. Well, enlighten me. At which point the guard goes up to you and puts a sword in your face. Leave. I'd be very careful if I were you. Um, another guard then knocks an arrow and points one at points it at you, Malor. What has this man done? What offense has he caused? Treason. Of what kind? Treasonous kind. Now move. I answered your question. You look over and you see the you see the widow just like nod. You're kidding, right? Nope. Oh my. Do I, okay, I look at I look at what's his face. What's his bucket? Uh, Kiyomura. Kiyomura. What do I see? What kind of expression do I see on his face? You see him kind of like roll over, holding his gut, and you can see there's a gash along his ribs. He just kind of like looks up at you with this strange look of like both a. Oh, he's he's also wondering what you're gonna be doing. He he's kind of just sitting there too. Well, also, you can see he's also, like, eyeballing the guards as well. Just give now, me the go-ahead, Cather. Anything that this man has done, I'm sure there is a reasonable way that we can not just beat this man up. Now, I don't want to get in a fight. Well, then leave. And he pushes it just enough to be, like, right up against your chin. Cather, are we doing this right now? I said leave, and he comes in and just I strike. kicks your chest. I shoot Nero. Alright. I shoot Nero. Uh, oh, no. Right okay. as he moves. Yeah, roll initiative. We were Sweet. doing so good. We were. We were doing so good. We were doing so good. The DJ we threw this haymaker at house. Mary got us. This wasn't bar. supposed to happen. Last episode was Holy Haymakers. This episode is Unholy Haymakers. <laughs> 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 Alright. So, 25 to 20. 24. Uh, 18. That is not, uh, that's not, that's not within I, 25 I to 20. Because anyway, it's a high number for me. Okay, <laughs> I need to look up. Uh, it's going to be back here. Drew, if this doesn't pan out well and we aren't. I'm like, panicking. This is not supposed to be if happening we aren't right now, like, Aaron. <laughs> at like 17th level, if we aren't fighting God with this man that you're trying to save, I will punch you in the face in person. I would, I would approve, alright? This Drew is panicking because this isn't supposed to be happening. Now, more importantly, all of us are waiting back at the house, and it's late, and we're all tired and hungry. Oh yep. my god. <laughs> if that is what comes out of your mouth <laughs> when we get back. Hey, I can't promise anything. In the meantime, all three of the kids die of starvation. Like, uh, Cather, <laughs> Cather, what is your uh, dexterity modifier? Uh, Actually, plus... never mind. It doesn't matter. They have a plus six, like 60 minimum. 
Okay. Alright, Melora, it is your turn. Alright. I was ready, and as soon as he started to take um, a swing at Cather, I released an arrow, and I'm I'm aiming for his eye. Okay. Oh, snap! Um, go ahead and roll to hit with disadvantage, because you're within five feet. Oh, but I just rolled a natural 20! <laughs> Do it again. Oh, I wasn't that close to him. I Cather is the she one that would, approached. Well, I suppose Cather was me. between you guys. Yeah, yeah. so it would be ten feet away. So that's literally a 29. <laughs> yeah, you, you hit this guard. Um, you hit him hard. So, uh, that yeah. is... Uh, so, max damage, right. and then you roll, mm-hmm. so, plus your bonuses. Okay. Is this lethal damage? You said you're aiming for his eye, so I, I guess it has to be. Um, so, that is... Uh, 20 damage. Woo! <clears throat> okay, so, Melora, you... Sit there, and he, you see him, like, prep to swing and lift his foot to kick Cather, and you just ever so gently just release the arrow, at which point it goes right through his eye and out the backside, oh, um, tearing a hole through his helmet and embedding itself in the arrow, embedding itself in the wall. He goes into swing and just falls backwards. I didn't flinch. Uh, I didn't flinch, and I um, just used the rest of, like, my bonus action, I suppose, to say, uh, any of you want to be next? They all charge. Uh, uh it. it is your turn. Okay, okay. You just need, watch need, Melora like, have a head explode in front of you. Is there, there's blood there, across is there three guards now? There are, yeah, three guards. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay. Um, are the, and they're not, they're not holding on to, to, I keep saying his name, Ka- Kiyomura. Kiyomura. They're not holding on to Kiyomura. Kiyomura. Uh, they are not currently holding on to them. There are two of them that have arrows knocked, and one of them has now uh, stepped past Kimura, pulling out a short sword. Uh, okay. Um, frustrated, I, mm-hmm. I just I walk up, I taking out my sword and shield. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I I kind of I take one a second glance at, at the widow. Before she's not there anymore. Oh, she's not there. Great. Okay, wonderful. I'll just kind of, I'll just kind of, I'll come in with a swing and kind of under my breath. It's just like, please let this be the right thing to do. And uh, I will. Um, I don't know if this is this is possible, but as a bonus action, because I can do it now. As a bonus hmm. action, I'm gonna cast divine favor. Okay. Uh, remind me of what that does. I base. I get a D for radiant damage. Because like that's what you need right now. And then I'm going to attempt to, granted, this would be hard, but I'm going to attempt to swing for non lethal. Okay. For whatever yeah, constellation that is. <laughs> roll <Oops>. to hit. <laughs> and, roll, uh, it take, you have to keep in mind the fact that you are adding damage to yourself and then also trying to be non lethal. So well, just keep yeah, that. But, like, you know, I could still, like, not. Well, okay, I guess, Mr. D, would I think it logical? Do you're looking at this way. guard you're looking at this guard as he's coming at you and you look at your sword versus his sword and then your sword and then Kiyomura and then your sword and then his sword and you think that you could cut this guy in half okay then I will do that I will, I will, I'll just have normal normal swing but not me okay sweet roll the hit okay that's not fantastic uh just, that's 
really not fantastic. Uh, that's 14 to hit. Okay. Uh, that does not quite hit. Yep. You go in to swing, and he just takes a step back, causing it to glint off um, the chainmail of his armor um, before he begins taking another step towards you. Yep. Yep. Perhaps. Perhaps. Is that your turn? Uh, well. Yep. <laughs> cool. The guard takes another step towards you, coming in to swing with his short sword. Ooh, that's probably not going to work. Um, does a 10 hit? No. Yeah, you sit there. He goes in and swings, and you don't even move. You just let it hit your shoulder, and then bounce off your plate, kind of ricocheting, um, almost like if you, I don't know if you guys have ever, like, hit something really hard with, like, a metal bat and have, like, the jolt go through your arm. You can see him go through that experience as he, like, holds his forearm, then just kind of, like, looks at you with a hint of fear and shock and not really understanding what's going on. Uh, at which point, the two guards uh, with the bows are both going to shoot at one, one at each of you. So this one's for Melora. That is a natural 18. Plus three. Does a 21 hit? I. Sweet. Ooh, that's low. Just saying, DJ, I'm still mad at you right now. <laughs> uh, three points of piercing damage. All right, where do they shoot me? Uh, they shoot you in the shoulder. Which? Uh, so this is the one that's holding just above Ginger, actually. They don't hit Ginger, but just All above. Right. Jesus Christ. Uh, I just went. The other guard is going to shoot you, Cather. Ooh, uh, with a 20 not nat hit. Yes. That will be uh, two points of piercing damage. Oh, okay. That's 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 lovely. Um, does, does the horned elf get a turn? Uh, he does. He got a natural seven on his roll uh, versus the guards that got a 17. Um, so, at which point, uh, they both shoot you um, before Kiyomura kind of flips over and swings his legs around to kind of help himself get up, tripping one of the guards. And in the means, meanwhile, he um, kicks his shield, which was um, on his bag on the opposite side of the alley, on the opposite side. Um, he kicks it towards the other guard. Man, this guy's just a total, Ooh. like... Oh, wait, that's the wrong thing. I should look at his character sheet. Okay, that's going to hurt a lot. Somebody's a monk. Okay. Oof. Um, he kicks his shield, which, as you guys are looking, it's very, very unique. It's um, this. It's almost like this oval shape, except there's a, a circle out of the top, at the very top of it, and then there's a large arch out of the bottom of it that produces um, some spikes. Not a spikes, but it produces two prongs. Um, and he goes and he kicks it, causing the prongs to embed on either side of this guard's neck, pinning him to uh, the wall um, just enough that he's kind of like on his tippy toes, like kind of choking, kind of not choking. Um, at which point Kiyomura stands up and pulls out uh, this weapon that you I don't think either of you would have ever seen before. Um, it starts as it's about two, there's three two foot lengths of a staff. Um, that are broken into three different parts to help it break down into about two foot length. One end on either side having a large uh, spearhead that he then um, folds out, swings around, and it all reconnects with itself, becoming a rigid staff. And he kind of swings around, um, pointing it at the last guard, uh, the one in front of him, which point it brings us back to Melora's turn. 
Alright, I would like to cast um, Hunter's Mark on okay. the archer that shot me. Okay. Uh, and that then... would be the that would be the one that's pinned to the wall currently. Oh, then no. Uh, who's fighting Cather? There is the one guard with the short sword. Then that one. Okay. Um, and can I get a good shot at him if I like maneuver myself? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will release an arrow with Hunter's Mark. Okay. Perfect. All right. Uh. Uh, 21. Oh, yeah, you hit. Oh, okay. Yay. Okay. Now with Hunter's Mark, it's an extra d6. So Go get it, girl. Seven. Wreck this man's four, whole career. Plus four. That's gonna hurt a lot. 12 plus 4 is, uh, 16. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, you also shoot this guard. This time, uh, as he, uh, is holding his arm, holding it back... You shoot him and it embeds in his shoulder, causing him to just kind of stumble back before um, actually falling over backwards, just kind of holding it as he begins to bleed profusely. Um, after a little bit, he passes out, leaving just this one guard um, for Cather. Um, you have gone through, you watched as this guard like ricocheted off you, um, at which point you step forward. Uh, I can't remember if you hit or not, but you then watched as. Not Melora, but an arrow went bolting past you, embedding in this guard's shoulder, causing him to stumble back before passing out on the ground. After you just watched Kiyomura pin this other guard by kicking his shield um, to basically around the guard's neck, leaving the one scout there. Okay. Uh, is Kiyomura next to him, by chance? He is currently standing 10 feet away from the guard, with the tip of his staff like just underneath uh, the, the tip of his spear, just underneath the uh, guard's chin. Okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll make my way over there. Okay, yeah, roll the hit. Yep. Yep, 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 Oh, okay, that's 18 on die. Oh, yeah, that hits. Uh, that is nine points of damage. All right, you go through and... and it's still not Sides... Yeah, sidestep Cather or sidestep Kiyomura, and then come up and lift your blade so it kind of frames your forearm just enough that as you step into it, you're basically ramming him um, using the uh, hilt of your sword to kind of just jab his chin and while shoving him, um, causing a good bit of damage. He looks stunned after that, kind of rocking back um, before Kiyomura then steps past you and just pokes him in the shoulder, and he just falls over and passes out. Nice. Um, at which point Kiyomura looks at you and says. We, we need to go. Uh, we need to go. And he takes the shield and rips it out of the wall and then punches the guard, causing him to black out um, before heading further into the alley. I would like to pull the arrow out of my shoulder. Yeah, it's not I a walk, fun time. I walk over to Melora. Um, I kind of just uh, hold out, just hold up my hand. It's, it's alright if I. I just place my hand over the wound. Um, this. Uh, Mermit, uh, come on, let's I, go, let's I, go, come on. I can't remember how much damage she took, so I'm Later, just gonna... Later, Cather, it's alright. I'm, I'm gonna give her, I'm gonna give her, like, three hit points. Okay. That's just Aww. what I needed, actually. That's perfect. Aww. That's perfect. Aww. I, I couldn't remember for sure, <laughs> so... Anyway, uh, after that, I just keep walking. Yeah, Kiyomura makes his way further into the alley, um, which leads directly to the outer wall. Can uh, I get my arrow back? 
Yes, you get your arrow back. You also retrieve the arrow. And you can see that these guards, both of the scouts, have probably about 10 or 15 arrows on them as well. Ooh, I take those. Yeah, you gain 30 arrows <gasps> along with the three that you shot. Yay. All right. Now, do you mind ex now explaining what that was all about? Uh, can, uh, do you have some place that we can go then? I... Someplace safe and secretive? I mean, I kind of have my own place, but like, we, someplace close, preferably. How close is where everyone else is? It's close. You guys are probably about half an hour of walking away, so... I mean... With a quick jog, you could get there within, you know, I'd say 15 minutes or so. We could get there I mean, in 15 minutes. They have a place that's not the main road. Yeah, we'll stick to the alleys. Uh, is it... Where is it? Further in? Further out? Where That's are we going? Right. Very far in. Alright, you lead the way. I'll hold up the rear. I start going. Um, is uh, Cather right. hurt? Cather, are you hurt? I mean, like, barely. Like, maybe a small cut, I guess. Alright. I guess the guard did... Yeah, it did kill into you, so you'll be fine. Alright. Um, also, Cather is visibly shaken. Yeah. Um, Cather, something interesting to you. Um, as you go to step past Kiamora to follow... Um, Melora, you see Kiyomura kind of hold his his ribs where he where you think he got cut, and there is a dull, um, not like dark green glow like when Melora does things, but um, kind of this lighter green glow. And then he is healed before he follows you. His shield now up over his arm, the spikes kind of down around his wrist, with this spear kind of behind him um, as he begins to follow you guys. Do I notice taking a look at him? Does he have any sort of symbols or anything on him? Um, roll a perception check. <laughs> uh, okay, perception check. Uh, 13. Um, there's not necessarily, like, a symbol hanging down from him or anything like that. He's just not wearing a necklace. Um, he doesn't have anything protruding. Um, now that he is a little bit less composed, you can see, um, it looks like what you can assume is there are tattoos from the side of his chest going all the way down his arms. He has two full sleeves that then just hug the sides of his chest. You can't quite tell what they're of yet besides the little clouds, um, but you're, you kind of, that's kind of the big thing that you notice. All right, well, I'll just keep moving in. Okay, you uh, all begin making your way quickly through the back alleys of Athala, not unlike when you guys met the rest of the party, um, kind of rushing through there, trying to avoid the crowds, um, now trying to avoid guards. As you guys begin to make your way back to the uh, safe house, quote unquote, this poor, this yes, poor guard. Yes, the, um, the safe house. In other words, the house of another guard. Yeah. Um, at which point we will cut back over to everybody else. Edward, um, Havel, Renaya, Tarak, all the kids. What have you guys been doing for the last hour and a half, two hours? Taking them a real long time, isn't it? I just picture, I just picture like 45 minutes in, it's just Tarak showing them like what a scalpel looks like and how it works and stuff. Oh gosh. Yeah, I picture- Not you guys, I, the kids. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I do picture us playing with the kids a bit, but then obviously, inevitably, uh, Tarak and I start talking about food and I start asking him Always. like about like, Ed, like, did you eat stale bread? Like, is that something you ate? You, is you there obviously any didn't... other type of bread? Um, the good kind? It yes. was delicious. All right, so it's like that kind of thing. And Havel's there, you know. Uh, but after a, while, after a while, Edward does start 
complaining because he's hungry and mm-hmm. he's tired and mm-hmm. he doesn't want to sleep on the floor. You wouldn't have been hungry if you would have eaten the food given to you so graciously. Bye. Well, it chipped my tooth. Do you want Did more? You... And she holds up like the very last little bit oh. of her bread. Oh, sweetie, um, it's okay. And I, I glare at, <laughs> at Tarak. <laughs> um, what well, I should, I mean, as much as I don't agree with you complaining when you've been offered so many just bountiful feasts today already, um, well, it really is taking them just a real long time. What do you, what do y'all think that uh, <laughs> that they're up to right now, huh? I don't know, Renaya. You seem to know Malora quite well. Yeah, didn't what do you didn't think you two like room together? Huh? What's going on? Um, I mean, if they were just getting food, it wouldn't be that long. They're either in an awkward not talking kind of thing, <laughs> or Malor has killed him and Cather's hidden in an alley somewhere. But... You really think she could do that? Oh, Malor can do anything. Do you know I like option happened? number two better. Do you know what happened? Like, like, I came down out of the room, and there was some real... Like, it was like three whole <laughs> minutes of just very tense conversation, and I... Don't know. What do you know what that was about? I mean, not really my story to tell. Oh, come on. Um, it's not we're... kissing and telling if there was no kissing involved. How long how long have they known each other? Did they meet each other like before they Pro- met like, us? Like years ago. Really? I they traveled only, together? I mean, it's gotta be. Are you kidding? I've seen like well, I haven't seen, but I've heard stories. All right, like there's no way that they act like this, and they haven't known each other for at least like ten years. Uh, I don't know. They kind of made it sound like they just met, but I mean, it's like every day is the first day. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, that wouldn't make sense. For a moment, I thought maybe they were related or something. Whoa. Well, First of all, <laughs> weird. They, they, they kind of act like siblings, right? They fight. They, they, they laugh. I don't. I don't know. Just whatever. It doesn't so make sense. So you don't laugh. They don't look. You don't, don't laugh look the at same. all. Okay, Tarak. Well, I wouldn't think that we're brothers. So I very I rarely laugh when you <laughs> <Renaya>. say anything. Renaya's <laughs> gonna get up and just check in on Samuel and Susie. They're both fast asleep. Okay, she's gonna take out her blanket and just give him a little extra tuck in. Okay. And then she's gonna check in on Mary. How's Mary doing? <laughs> Hi, Renaya. Hi. You see my new scarf? I did. It's very nice. Yeah. You know, pink's my favorite color. Oh, here, you should have it then. I personally like blue. You like blue? Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, you take the scarf and I'll keep the bread. Um. Are you sure? It looks so nice on you. I make everything look good. I can take anything. <laughs> okay, well then you'll have to give me some styling tips. It's helpful if you throw it. It's the I throw that really adds the sass. And she's just gonna very dramatically puff. Oh, yeah, girl. That's right. <laughs> you get it. You know what? You take the bread too. And oh, that's like, okay. That's you keep bread. that. <laughs> okay, I'll keep this. And then she starts like gnawing on the heel. 
Should we like so? <laughs> should, should we like find them? I feel. What? When was the last time? The last time that they went out, we didn't know where they were. They watched a god punch a witch god. I still don't know about that. I don't know if that really happened. Could have been a hallucination. Still yes. not good. I guess, but it's like dark and it's cold. And Can we I'm make a tired. deal that after this, if they're still alive, we never let them go anywhere <laughs> by themselves? Because it always ends up in trouble. We used to do this thing when I was a child, um, here and there. We don't really do it anymore. But it's called Nose Goes. Have you ever heard of that? No. Where does the nose go? It's it's like we, we have to touch our nose. And Why would you touch your nose? Last... Oh, okay, just just wait. Wait, like I'm touching my nose. she's gonna do like a little pig nose. Never mind, no, not Ooh, like I that. I can do it too. <laughs> oh, good job, Mary. Hey, Renaya, yeah. I didn't know you had a blanket. Do you um, have more? No. Okay, you didn't seem to mention that when we were talking about, like, maybe trying to sleep. I kind of forgot I had it a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I it actually really... gets pretty, like, toasty if you turn on the stove for a long enough time. Is there a fire going? No. Oh. And there's no wood. Oh, no. That, well, yeah, that's it's... certainly a problem. Suppose we could go out, try to find, like, a like a crate or something. Well, I'm not going to go outside, but if you would like to suit yourself. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Ignore me. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> so... I mean, I really don't want to go out there anyway. So I guess we'll just wait here. Here, let's give it, like... Let's give it, like, half an hour, and... If they're not back, then... We'll we can assume they're dead. Well, I wouldn't... Fine, whatever, Tarak. Excellent. We could play a game. Oh, what kind of game? We've been playing games. I know, I'm, but I'm hungry so and tired. Um, and cold. Um. We could still go to an inn. To an inn. But what about the kids? Uh. <laughs> I look at Mary and say, "Sorry, I didn't mean it." It. Uh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um. We could play... Does anybody have any cards? The kids at the orphanage used to play poker all the time. <clears throat> What's poker? I, well, Just kidding. That sounds very aggressive, which is strange for me that I haven't heard of it. Well, I have a more civilized game. I have dragon chess. You have a chest of dragons? Um... <laughs> oh, Tarak, no. Um, it's, it's a, it's a game, it's strategy, and I suppose I could show you guys how to play. It's, it's, it's played by a lot of, um, people who can afford dragon chess sets. They're kind of delicate. Um, so I could break that out, I guess. At this point, Havel, like, very much is excited to take you up on that. Oh, good. Oh, Havel, do you know how to play? Yes. Yes, of course. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. All the better. Yes, I, I know how to play. Do you do you want a game? Uh, yes, and we might as well show these um, fellows how to do it if we're going to play. 
while we play, we can explain it. Sweet. Although um, I wouldn't want to give away all my secrets, and I wink at Havel. Oh, no, of course not. Uh, Are we playing for money? Sure. <laughs> How about ten gold each? That sounds fair. He takes okay. out ten gold. How are we going to resolve this, DJ? <laughs> I move my horse. No, we are going to roll three intelligence checks. Okay. So, best two out of three? Yeah, best two out of three of Maybe. intelligence checks. Okay. Ooh, I can pull up his character. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Beauty of D&D Beyond. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not yet. Wow, Edward's really doing bad, guys. Okay, alright, roll your first intelligence check, my son. Okay. Okay, alright, alright. 17. Uh, it's like that same thing, but like minus 10. It's 7. <laughs> Math. So, we, we begin by moving a few pieces, and even you, Tarak, who has never heard of this game or played this game, you, you begin to recognize... You know, some of the strategies. You were a man of war, you know what's going on, stuff like that. And you can tell that Edward is getting his cheeks clapped. <laughs> Gross. By half all of all people. You're doing great, Edward. Second check. Shut up, Tarak. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That's a 22. Well, yeah, that's a 3. <laughs> I rolled literally a 1. It's a nat 1. <laughs> Yeah, so after about five minutes, uh, Havel knocks over a piece and says, Checkmate. Ugh, well, it's it's been a while since I've played anyways. Whatever, have your ten gold. Wow, great. That was incredible play. Do you want to play again? I'll double it. And we he could puts do ten that, more gold or we down. could do freeze dance. What? Freeze dance? What is freeze dance? It's, it's, it's where, like, you, like... Have somebody who does music, and then they stop, and then you have to freeze, and like you dance when the music's going, but when the music stops, you freeze, and if you move, then you're. Um, Are you going to sing for us? Um, we have. We, I I look at Havel like he's like he's an we idiot. We have a, we have an Edward. Edward can play music. I've. When you met me, you literally talked about my my loot. I assumed Liter you were going to pawn that. I don't know how. Well, I don't know well then why play for you us. Think... We will dance and you play for But how um, it works is could... you just stop randomly and then we have to stop or, or I could play my flute. I would is... love nothing more than to hear this. <laughs> is this my flute. time? This is your, this time. Is your time. Yes. This is your time. Oh no. Okay, ready? Remind Let's hope ready? we can hear this. Yeah, yeah. Play loud. <laughs> oh, he's still going. <laughs> oh, wait, am I supposed out. to stop? <laughs> this is what it is. Let's just start, stop, start, stop. I'm confused um, on the rules of this game. Did I lose? <laughs> um, yes, Havel. It looks like you lost. Maybe you're not as good as you thought you were. It's okay. It's a hard game. <laughs> uh, he just goes and sits down. Also, was Mary playing with us? With oh, star? yeah. She's still dancing. Oh, good. 
Oh, wait, but she doesn't have the scarf anymore. Anyways. Nope. Renaya has the scarf. Mary, that was quite good. At this point, there's a knock on the door. I oh. heard a knock on the door the other it's day. It's you two. Oh, no. Um, uh, if I well, can, I hope that's them. I'll, I'll let Melora go in first. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of... I'll, I'll, I'll hold back... Uh, uh, Kiyomura. I keep forgetting his name. Kiyomura. Like the car. Kiyomura. <laughs> like the car. Kiyomura. I can't remember. I'm sorry. Kiyomura. I'm stressed out, okay? So I'll kind of hold back. Uh, hold him back for a moment and kind of push him up against the wall. I Ooh. Okay. All right. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> now, listen to me here, elf. I you're a lot also, by you. You're also an elf. Shut up. I risked yes, a lot sir. by helping you. So this yes, better be did. worth it. Okay. I walk I, in. I walk in first, and I say, um, hey, so... See, I knew she would have killed him. No, 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 um... <laughs> but, um, there is something else that, um, he might want to be made aware of. Kia Moore walks in. What? Uh, who is that? He uh, grew horns? Alright, alright, After on. Cather. Oh. I bring out some rations and I start handing rations out and I say, I'm sorry, Edward, they were not selling crabs oh, it's today. it's fine. I, and I'll here's eat a blanket. Anything. I'm sorry if it got wet, but um, I kind of had to hold them oh. in the rain. Okay, so. fine. Thanks. Anyways, I guess. So are we going to talk about this? I... Uh, at this point, Kiyomura breaks down his, his spear and just sets down his shield sitting down cross-legged. <laughs> First of all, that's awesome. I... Thank you. A moment to appreciate it. Put that to the side. What? I'll let Cather tell it. Alright, Cather, tell it. <sighs> chop, chops. He's not He's not telling it. I... Um, this wasn't supposed Cather to Cather saved my life. Cather and Malua saved my life. Oh, well, then that's great. Um, that's cool. I'm assuming, like, from what? Like, I killed the guard. Well? Quite oh. gruesomely, I will admit. Melora, what? They were going to hurt Cather. We have there's there's a lot of things going on right now. Okay, apparently, first of all, the city is in some sort of lockdown or something right now. Aye, there are orcs all about. Bands of orcs. Okay, you should have started with that. And and we were we were going as after we heard that and got some supplies, we were, we were heading out. We were on our way back. And I saw some figures, and I followed them, and they led me to where our friend here was. Like, okay, wait, figures? Like, what kind of figures? I didn't Like, you see just them. saw some random people? So no, like, six of them. Random. Renaya is sitting on they, the floor and is just shifting to squint at Kiyomura. And get a vibe check. Uh, roll an inside check. Vibe check. Kimura just like looks over and stares back. <laughs> uh, that's a dirty 20. Okay. I'll be uh, quiet for just a second. <laughs> anyway, they. No, the figures weren't random. They were my patrons. And they were trying to lead me. And, and I so I followed them. And they, they led me to where Kamara was. And at first, I didn't understand. I was confused. He, they, they were just strange. Uh alleyway full of, of roses and I didn't really understand and Kaimura was there and he seemed pretty nice except clearly confused as to why I was there and so then I decided that I 
well, we had more important things to do. So I turned around and left again until we heard the guard come back over. And we went over there and saw the guard attacking Taimora here. And then I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Um, and I... And you didn't for a moment. They were going to swing at Cather and I released an arrow. Have you ever considered that maybe, like, no offense, um, sir, with the cool weapon, but do you have to think that maybe you had it coming? Mr. DM, sir, well, well, well yes, that, uh, can I roll a, a historical religion check? <laughs> and I say so, that, like, a retrospective religion check to see if I maybe perhaps interpreted the correct message from the widow. So you're looking for a religious context. Yes. The, the between the lines. It's true, Katha. They came to save my life, and uh, they did well at the expense of some guards. But uh, great and all. But like, why did they have to? Normally, guards just don't attack people out of the blue. Well, unless you're me. But other than that, uh, I've had some running with the law here, mainly because. They're not great, to put it in kind words. Who's not great? The guards? I don't know if it's the guards specifically, but they're definitely carrying out orders that aren't great, like attacking me because I was trying to free children. Oh, well, okay. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, this is Hold a lot of information. <laughs> what children are you on about? Oh, sorry. DJ, you, you didn't catch it before when I was asking. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry. If I if I like uh, say like a quick prayer or whatever I have to do to to, to to get this role to happen, I would like to roll religion to get the sense to uh, as to uh, I did what they wanted me to. Sure. Vibe check the gods. Cool. Okay. Cool. So is that insight or religion? I'll say it's religion. Cool, thank you. I appreciate You're that. You're remembering a historical text where 17. this similar story has happened. Um, I mean, they didn't smite you. Yeah, okay, Sign. cool, 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 cool. Okay, yeah, anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry, something about children. Yeah, Hold what, on. what are you on about Hold with that? On. Before you go on, you do... He looks at Melora and also at Cather, but mostly Melora, and says, you do realize what this means, right? I. You've you've killed a city guard. I. They're going to be after us. This isn't a this They're isn't a small thing. They're going to be after me, Edward. And if you want me well, to sleep outside, I have no problem with it. Well, the two well, of you. Look, it, look, it's it, that doesn't matter right now. Well, you didn't leave any of them alive, did you? No. I don't know if you're one to talk right now, Cather. It looks like your visions are getting us in quite a bit of trouble now. Edward, I need you to calm down. Now you better wash your mouth, Edward, before I shove it. You weren't there. Whoa, whoa, whoa! All right, let's just calm down, everybody. I feel like I have caused a lot of commotion, and I do apologize. That was not my intention. I just, I don't want to be a criminal. You are not a criminal. The three of us are criminals. I want to Why? hear about the children. Uh, there have been a lot of children going missing recently. Uh, my father and I are. My father specifically is a as a, a representative from Las Tella. I usually serve in his personal guard. Um, we came to the city on um, a semi-annual uh, delegation to be taken place. At which point, my father, being the rather snoopy man that he is, discovered um, 
a number of uh, things wrong with this city, um, and for that they arrested him. Um, so I began uh, my own searches into things and have discovered that there have been a number of missing children and anyone reporting them to the guards also goes missing before the guards just don't look for them. Um, I found a couple of different ones. They're staying at my place, quote-unquote. Um, Where did you find them? In a variety of different places. They've been in different shacks and different holes. Uh, the sewers seem to be a common place. Can I roll insight? Go for it. Okay, thank you. More secret whispers. I don't know anything. Don't worry. Can I cool. roll insight? I have not sure. gotten a whisper yet. I want one Go for badly. It. I mean, Mr. DM, <laughs> if it matters, I rolled on 11, but I don't think it does. Um, you think he seems to be telling the truth? He's not dealing any obvious signs of lying? 14. Wait, 14? Ah, oh, dang it. I hope you rolled a natural 20. Um... That would have been great. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing. You're, you don't think that he's lying. Um, there's probably, there's definitely the side of him that's like, I just met these people and yeah, they saved my life, but I don't really know them. I'm counting so I'm down the days everything. until I get a whisper. I won't. <laughs> which, say, which prison <laughs> will that be? Which prison? Yes. Uh, did I mention a prison? Well, your father. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I do not know. Hmm. And, um, did you, do you know, did you ever encounter orcs or perhaps a strange woman in any of these places or heard of them? A witch. And, We're looking for a witch. Does the name Menencina mean anything to you? Menencina. No. I give him the questioning eyes. Roll an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Would my insight carry? Natural 20. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, what was your question, Lydia? Just real tell quick. Us all. I was I was just gonna ask if my insight would have carried over throughout him talking. Oh yeah, throughout the whole time you're you're getting this similar vibes. Uh, well, actually, uh, okay, I'll send this to both of you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, Hannah. Wow. Guess who gets a whisper? <laughs> hey, Hannah, Hannah, we 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 are whisperless. It's okay. Renaya just gets whispers because her insight is jacked. <laughs> Mine is not. At this point, D- DJ's, DJ's preoccupied anyway, but at this point, I am going to go over and like sit down. Yeah, Edward's also sitting angrily. He actually has casted Unseen Servant, um, and this servant is like holding the blanket up and like put going back and forth to try to wave it out, and I'm just sitting there very frustrated. And very cross, looking yeah, at no. Hmm. I I. I'm just I, looking uh, right back opposite, at him. I'm uh, I'm on the opposite side of Edward, and every now and again I I give a I give a upset glare. Renaya's gonna do a little little checkup glance at Melora. I I kind of I look at her and I, I'm having an inner conflict inside of me because I didn't necessarily want to get in this mess either. But I also had to intervene. So I'm just like... (sighs) BRB, short attention span. (laughs) Um, Kiyomura this whole time, you now see he takes off his jacket, which um, is like a very heavy leather 
um, black leather coat that is um, has been well weathered and is pretty wet. He takes it off, at which point you can see um, very, very ripped biceps um, that uh, his his sleeves only go so far down his shirt, only probably about you know just past his shoulder. And on his left arm, you can see the roots of a tree that start out on his hand, on the back of his hand, and then go up into a cherry blossom tree all the way up his arm um, in bloom with uh, a beautiful set of uh, blue skies with, the, uh, with those Japanese style clouds that kind of go onto his chest. And on the other side, you see um, what looks like almost a cave system starting out on his hand before going into a large snow-capped mountain um, leading into the same thing, this um, blue sky clouds on his that go up on his shoulders onto his chest. That's really cool. Um, I'm gonna need to see those kids. Uh, my kids. Yeah. Can no offense, but I did just meet you. Is there a particular reason why? They might be in danger, severe danger. Those are our kids, and she's gonna point to Samuel can... and Susie. Help if there's any f- sickness or anything inside well, of them. Well, I, okay, let's be clear here. I can try. I. You're a doctor. He is. There's still a high chance of death. Now he's gonna roll an insect. <laughs> oh, he got a natural one. No. <laughs> oh, all the secrets. But, but see, but see, he has advantage because the rest of us were hyping him up. Is that so? Yes. Uh, um, I currently have a great record, though. Three okay. for three. Okay. Um, all right. All right, come with me. And he then stands up, um, putting the shield now attached to some straps on his um, actual backpack that he throws around, and then re- putting the cloak back on, throwing his backpack, or the jacket back on, throwing his backpack on, and then sheathing the broken down staff follow me Tarak, who would like to go with you? Um, I imagine all of you are going with me, are you not? Are we? Well, I mean, well, if he has a hiding place for the kids then we wouldn't have to leave them here and disturb Nyla So let me get this straight We're going to follow a strange man that we just met on the street and just like, bring bring the kids with Would you rather stay here alone, Edward? Well, I don't know if we should trust a random man we met on the street. No offense. You were a random man when I first met you on the street. Fair point. We actually have a pretty high record of just trusting the first person that we see. Aye. And it worked out pretty well, honestly. He, Kiyomura, then goes over to Edward. Uh, I don't think I actually met you. My name's Kiyomura. He, like, eyes his hand and, like... It's- I promise it's it's just... I mean, there's the tattoos if you don't like those, but... It's fine. And he, like, takes his hand and shakes it. Listen, you're pretty smart, I can tell. You don't you don't trust people right away, which is good. That's a good thing, especially in this city. Um, I wish that there was something that I could do to make you trust me and say, hey, I'm a good guy here, but... Uh, there's nothing really that I can do to prove that, because I don't really know if you guys are the good guys. For all I know, I'm going to have to kill all of you when we get to the catacombs, because you're going to try and take my kids. And for all we know, we're going to have to do the same, so... Renaya's going to walk over and start going to gently pick up Samuel. Okay, 
Um, he kind of stirs just a little bit um, before wrapping his arms around your neck and pulling him closer. Does Cather look like how Drew looks yes. right now? <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Cather <laughs> looks visibly distraught. Um, I would like to approach. Um, Hi. I'm sorry. I'm the one who got us into the mess. No. <laughs> well. Um, as no offense, and I, I'm sure you guys are about to have a moment, but uh, can we go? I can get up front. I can stay away. You guys can have your moment. In the are bag. we going to leave Mary here alone? Who's Mary? I'm Mary. Mary and Fella specifically. Oh well, hi Mary. You would be fine. You've been fine by yourself. Oh yeah, I'm fine. I can stay. It's gonna be a deal. Yeah, I mean this is kind of her house. All well, right. And I, for one, am kind of uncomfortable bringing any kids into the catacombs, but if you guys trust this man, then sure. How did you know it was the catacombs? You said the catacombs. You did say that. Did I say the catacombs? Yes. 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 There we go. For all I know, I'm going to have to kill you in the catacombs when you try to take the kids. Ah, see, there we go, there we go. Everything was alarming. See, you're right, I am intelligent. I pick up on this (laughs) stuff. Yes, I can tell. Well, why don't we... I'll walk over and pick up uh, Susie. Are you sure you got that? You look like you're in a bit of a state. I I look to Drac to kind of say, maybe you should... I'm going to step out the door now. I follow. Hold on. Hold on, I just had a thought. (sighs) Yes, Edward? Are are we going to be able to sleep at all? I'm so tired. I can help with that. (laughs) <laughs> Renaya's gonna pop her head in first. Kids first, then us. Havel said the same thing. I, I don't get it. I think between the two of us, it can go even faster. Uh, uh, I can carry you if you would like to sleep. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, in that case, we should go. Alright, let's go. Kiamora then begins leading you guys. Um, not actually Cloak too time. far away. Yeah! Uh, k begins leading you guys not too far away. Um, like I've said a couple times, you guys are just on the what would be the western side of the central point of the Gloom Ward. And he leads you just past, um, actually going just basically straight back um, towards the um, very outer wall. At which point he um, goes through a couple alleys, getting to the very back side where the, all the, the buildings are just probably about one to two feet away from the wall. Um, where you can then see um, there is, with a building built in front of it, an archway that has been covered with cloth um, and a couple boards, um, at which point he just gently takes the boards off, clearly something that he's done several times. They're not like, they're, it's basically there's like two nail holes that he just like rests the boards in, in the stonework, and he just like pulls them out as they're like loose and worn away, um, allowing entrance into um, what you guys would assume is the catacombs, at which point he holds back the curtain uh, after you. I go in last. Or I can go first. Okay, Naya goes fine. in first. <laughs> All right. I like the I like the gust. I go in the middle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Edward looks nervously at Tarak before he heads in. Before Tarak heads in, Edward's just nervously looking at Tarak. Is there something wrong? I promise I won't kill you. Most likely. We're, we're you going can go there. Yeah, you can go it's in front so of me dark. if you like. Yes, uh, I go in. I'll just stick close by, I guess. Oh, goodness. 
Alright, well then I'll go in first and you can come in behind me. Okay. Great. I do Great. that. Sweet. Is that a squirrel? I. Her name's Ginger. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> can I, would, would you. Can I just see her for just a second? Whoa. If that's okay. I'll just hold. I'll just stand right here if that's okay. I can. You can even hold her. I, that's fine. You'll need her permission. She's looking curious and then kind of like looks up at you and nods. <laughs> um, allowing for you to just hold. Um, at which point he's going to cast Speak with Animals. And then they proceed to have a conversation for like five minutes. Oh, wow. That we will never know what is said. <laughs> nope. No, well, the greatest paper dungeon mystery I mean, of all time. I now have the spell Beast Bond where I can telepathically communicate with Ginger, so I could always just ask her what happened. <laughs> well, you're going to have not, to do that sometime. Right. I suppose. As Kiyomura then, he kind of chuckles before bowing low. And then he goes, she's a smart squirrel. And I... then heads in. I put her back, and I saw how he took the boards off, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. I put them back best as I can mm-hmm. um, as I go in. Perfect. Okay. You guys go um, in, and it's a winding um, path through the mountain. It looks almost like it might have been like a natural uh, little tunnel that was um, found here um, before eventually it leads into uh, a large room with four other, with four exits total. The one that you just came from, one that goes out right, one that goes out left, and one that goes kind of back towards the wall on the far right side. Um, at which point Kiyomura leads you into, um, or not leads you, but kind of brushes past you guys um, before coming up into um, almost like kind of what looks like a refugee shelter. Um, you can see there are uh, a few different men and women here of varying races, mostly human. Um, there's one um, set of um, halfling parents, looks like, or a man and a woman that are sticking together at least, um, with a variety of different children. Um, it seems like there are probably about 15 or so kids here um, on a variety of different, mostly bedrolls. There are like one or two cots um, before he kind of shows it off and says, so these are my kids. Um, there's a couple over here that are, are a little more sick than the others. Um, here, we should go this way. Yes. I'll say, if they're sick, I'll be right back. Give me like 10 minutes. Um, which point he leads you over to these two cots that have two kids that you can see are, immediately you can tell they're basically on the verge of death. Um, through a variety of different reasons mostly it looks like um they have rags over their toes right now and you can see the veins um on what looks like almost like well-aged weathered skin through their legs that has like contracted um from being so tight um along with the blackened veins that go all the way up through their um, how long have they been like this uh this is day five this looks the same as uh what well, the an advanced version of what Samuel and uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, can you help them? I can only do so much. I I have a little bit of healing abilities, but that's about it. Ah, uh, well, it would be very simple if it was just Shalu's Margi, but it's if it's been five days, there's it is difficult. It is very there's a high chance that they won't live. Do you want help, Tarak? Um, yes, but the only one who can do it is Renaya. 
And I'll need a private room. Um, okay. Um, if you go further down that tunnel, and at which point he points to the one that would be the far right corner, um, about 300 feet down, there's another room. We could... I, I, he calls over a couple people, um, take the cots and go down into the farthest tunnel. At which point they, two, uh, two per cot, grab each cot with the kids on them and begin taking them down the tunnel. Now, listen, I know I just met you and you are a doctor, but if you do something to those kids, and I'm not normally the threatening type, but if you do something to those kids, I will have to cut off your legs. Do something as in what? If you harm them in any way that isn't for their benefit, like I said, I'll have to cut off your legs. And if they die? Depends on how. I understand the state of their condition. I am not a medical man, but I... Like I said, I have some healing abilities. So, please do what you can. But since you don't let me won't let me in there, I just had to say my two cents. Now go get him, Tiger. And he kind of like pats <laughs> you on the shoulder, and then kind of walks a little bit further away before crossing his arms. I'll Track down doesn't Susan. like when he touches him, but it was fast, so Track's just gonna go. <laughs> Are you coming or not? Okay. <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna give Samuel a little kiss on the head and then carefully pass him off to Melora. Okay. And then she'll you go. two begin heading down the hall. Um, eventually, you have to light a torch as there's no lights back here, um, which gives you the dim light that allows you to see. And then eventually, you come to a fork in the tunnel. Did he say uh, left or right? Left? Right? Uh, you can hear faint whimpers from the right side. Right. Right. All right. Okay. Go uh, right. You guys continue down, at which point there are the two kids in the cots and then um, the four adults that have taken them down there. I'm going to need just everyone to clear out. They all kind of look at you. And then look at Renaya. And then look at you a little bit closer. Or the hood a little. <laughs> and then kind of look at Renaya and go. Okay. Before eventually leaving. Leaving you two with the two kids. Great. Is there a door? No. Hmm. I'm just going to assume that no one will show up. <clears throat> Gotta save some kids. Or kill some kids. One of the two. All right, round two of the day. Didn't expect to do this again. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so uh, it'll be a little bit higher of a DC. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and go for your medicine check. Uh, can Renaya's assistance give me advantage? Yes, sir. All right, my chanting begins anew. Floor Krumab, Agmat Nolt. Ooh, ooh, well, hey, hey. Does a... 22 do it yeah so uh you thought that because it had progressed a little further um you look under the rags of their toes and see that their the flesh on their toes is basically rotted away down to um the balls of their feet um 
yep, with little and... patches of loose skin up on their shins before slowly kind of going into more of the contracted side on their thighs. And that's um, some that's some textbook mo shot kalbasun, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but you go through. Um, you're expecting it to be a little bit more difficult, um, but it seems like whatever Kimura has been doing has sustained them enough to the point that it's getting to the end of True Damage's lifespan, um, and it's a little bit weaker, allowing for an easy removal in the same Which fashion. Is good, yeah. And since it's it's halfway through Shalu's Margi as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright. Uh, next kid? One, one more time, let's do it. Ah! Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, thanks, Renai, for the advantage, because one of those was a one. The other one's a 20. Well, I mean, it's not Ooh. a natural, but it's, it's a dirty Oh, okay. One. Yeah, uh, you're allowed for uh, the same situation. After about uh, 25 minutes or so, um, you have managed to remove both of the amalgamations of True Mush. Wow. Five for five. I, honestly, I didn't even know I was good, this good at this. Light profession. Um... Yeah, I, I this time I uh, I make sure that the, they stop moving because I don't have a jar on me. Yeah, they're just kind of like on the ground. But yeah, I'll just kind of I'll put my gloves back in my bag, and then I'll just pick them up and like hold them in a hand. Mmm, <laughs> like calamari. <laughs> 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 yes, that's exactly right. Um, yeah, you go through and you're just holding them. Um, do you guys... Um, Ronaya, could you carry one and I'll carry the other? They should be able to be moved. You want me to carry it? Well, no, no, not them. Not the... No. Oh, the kids! Yes, the oh, children. Oh, yeah. No, I can do that. <laughs> I mean, I could carry both of them at the same time, but... No, I, I can help. Um... Oh, thank you. I'm going to be honest, it really takes it out of me. So a lot of operations in one yeah. day. <laughs> you um, job? Thank you. Question mark? Mm-hmm. Did you? Yep. Okay. Pretty good. Proud of you. But not... <laughs> How did I what? 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 I said I was proud of you. Oh. That's no. Uh, we should go. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, Renai, you go and pick up one of the kids, and he is significantly lighter than you would expect from someone of this size. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's gross. Um, at which point you pick him up. Um, again, this boy, this one probably on the older side of the ones you've seen, probably about 13 or so. Um, a little bit heavier, uh, than Samuel, still much lighter than you expected, but yeah. Um, and you begin carrying him down, uh, to rack, you pick up the other boy. Um, and begin carrying them back. Which point, um, for the little half an hour that they've been gone, where's everybody else been? Um, well, I... Edward would like to approach the man. He's still in that room with us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's also waiting semi-patiently for the kids to return. Okay. Um, yeah, Edward walks up to him and kind of meets him in the eye and says, Where... Where did you find all these children? Are... They're not really yours, are they? No. No. Um, a lot of the parents here 
have their kids with them. Um, like I said, I began to notice that the guards were arresting those that reported lost children. Um, and so I was rescuing some of them and in doing so, we then went on the search for their kids and found some of them. Like I said, there had been a variety of different places that they've been stashing these children. Um, I feel like there are a great many more that are missing or that I haven't found, but the the few that we have found, most of them are here with their parents. There's probably about five or so that we're not quite sure where they're from. Well, well, I apologize. I, I misjudged you. I well, I can't. It, it fails that me. That is very fair. You're, you should not apologize. <laughs> it 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 fails me. Um, what was your name again? Uh, Kiyomura. Kiyomura. Well, it's nice to meet you. Um, my name is Edward and Fellows. Um, fellows. Yes, of the Fellows family. Um, I just I I, I'm sorry if. If I had an outburst earlier, I... This is all so much more than I anticipated. The world's just... Everything's so much He puts worse. his hand on your shoulder. It is hard being one searching good in the world. There is a spark. But it's... Usually trampled on. And it's up to people like you to keep the spark alive no matter what the cost and how much self-sacrifice it takes you're doing better than you think I'm sure your companions would like it if you complained a little less and then he takes his hand away maybe I don't know maybe I'm not maybe I'm not cut out for this it's, it's so, so much darker than I thought it was there's children there's children are dying Melora killed a guard today. <sighs> yes, she did. In defense of an innocent man. That's fair. Um, Melora's in the room, right? I. She's around. Edward. Edward kind of looks over at Melora, almost like apologetically. Um, but doesn't say anything. Um, and he <laughs> and uh. <laughs> He looks. He looks back at the man and says, "Well, I, I'm impressed with what you're doing here. Um, it's a lot more than what I would have been able to do alone." So, um, looks like you rescued three kids, did you not? Well, <laughs> it was more like I was dragged along. <laughs> um, well, I'm sure you helped in some way. Mm, I don't know. Well, maybe that should be your goal then. You want to be a light in the world? Just help your companions. Yeah. Yeah, that's one way to do it. Maybe you can help me. What's up with Cather? <laughs> Is, can Cather hear this? Well, I, I imagine there's a little bit of a separation between okay, you two. I was going to say, if, sure. if you look to find Cather, he's probably not within eyesight. Okay, cool. But he is What's... within 120 feet, give or take. What's with Cather? Uh, he just seems very serious all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Cather. Um, he seems. He, he says he's following some 
some vision or some whim regarding the uh, uh, deities of the death domain, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Cather. You've said that, right? I don't want to play <laughs> too meta or anything. Um, I, think, I mean, he said it to this, Renaya? I've told, I know for sure that I've told Renaya... Havilah and Melora. Okay, Havilah. so retcon, retcon, but, Edward did not disclose well, that Well, okay, but hold up, back, back, back up. Because I did technically say that, uh, I said something along those lines when we first got back to the house... And I was explaining okay. what we were, why we were gone for so long. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, then Edward says something of that effect. Um, and quite honestly, he seems, he seems like he has a goal, but he doesn't know what that goal is. Um, he's kind of, he's kind of going wherever the wind takes him, almost. But he's also trying to find answers. He's taken a trip to the temple. Um, he's stuck with Melora, which is kind of funny. What do you mean, uh, suck? Um, do I know about that? <laughs> I need to keep asking. I can't recall. You should take notes. Uh, yeah. Notes well, are for the week, yeah. DJ. I'm fairly certain. Uh, yes. Yeah, I know. You know that they're at least attached to the hip most of the time. Okay. Um, I mean, 10 years of marriage. That, no, I'll do oh, it to Okay, okay, back to it. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and so, I don't know. He's He, he just seems... He seems like he's really passionate about something that he can't put his finger on, and I don't know. He just seems kind of lost. Interesting. Well, thank you. Um, I think I might try and go find him. I'll leave you and Melora to talk. Yes, well, do you have any extra bunks or anything? I'm so tired. Um... You can have my my cot. Oh, that would be that would mean the world to me. Oh, and do you have dry blankets? Yes, there are, there, are, there are a couple blankets on on my cot. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, so I Edward walks over to Malora and says, "Here, you can have this back," and just kind of like like drops the wet blanket at her, and then just walks straight to the guy's cot. Is that a wisdom save? I, I pass. No, <laughs> that isn't a wisdom save, it's an attack roll. <laughs> um, Kimora will go over and pick it up and just say, I think this is yours. Do you know where Cather is? I, 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 I would, but I, Hannah does not know, but I, I do, and you, I tell him. You know he's within 120 feet. I, um, he's definitely somewhere around here. Um, I think I saw him go down that way. All right. Thank um, you. Here, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, and then he <laughs> goes over um, before eventually, after a little while, Cather, where are you specifically? Probably uh, down the tunnel, as that's kind of the only place where you can be by yourself. Yeah, I'd say probably down the tunnel, just a little bit away from people. Um, just kind of sitting down on the floor with my back leaned up against the wall, just kind of like clutching what seems like some sort of book in my hand what? while I am whispering something. Kimura goes over and sits down opposing you, his back leaned against the other side of the wall. Um, the, the shield off to the side with uh, the staff in his, in his uh, lap. Um, 
I don't think I got the chance to thank you. Oh, right. Um, you're welcome. How you seem at odds with your decision, which I suppose is fair. I mean, based on what you said, it makes sense as to why, I mean, I, I don't really understand. I mean, I understand that, I mean, clearly you've tried to help these people, um, and that's not a bad thing. And it's not really the fact that, I mean, it's, it's, it's not even really about the guard in general, um, or like why they might have been attacking you. It's just, um, I, um, uh, I'm not a fighter. I'm not aggressive. <laughs> and I know that seems counterintuitive. No. I haven't fought anything. Besides besides the past couple days, I haven't fought anything in 18 years. Oh, that's rather impressive. I've been fighting my whole life. I'm not... I've, I'm from very far away, and... Uh, Rivaluna, I would guess, right? Yeah. Um... Back, back home, though, I was, I was just a scribe. Um... The only fighting I ever did was for sports, with, to, with some friends at some festivals. I never... I never hurt anyone, really. Let alone a guard. Someone who is supposed to be protecting, you know, innocent people, and yet they seemingly were crooked. Or at least whoever Brigiz was giving them orders is. If. I don't mean to pry, so you don't have to tell me, but what led you to defend me? You left and then came back. Echo. Big roll. <laughs> yep. All right. So that's it. <laughs> it was important. Yep. Yep. It was important. And I rolled high, so that's good for you. Oh, yay! <sighs> it was just, just so you know, it was like metagame insight. Just in fact, with this, if Catherine's okay with saying this to someone, <laughs> let alone someone who he barely knows. But um, those are the best people to vent to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Um. <laughs> Never, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, what do you know about the gods? Which ones? Any of them. I know mostly their names and their domains. Uh, my father could tell you more. Uh, I'm mostly, I mean, I'm educated on on the human pantheon and Elvish pantheon, but the the roles of them specifically uh, was never something that enticed me. Right. I have found myself trying to follow three different cuts. Um, that is typically not how you are supposed to go about it, if I understand correctly. Devotion is usually to one being. Well, I'm more devoted to an ideal 
or a a um, concept. I understand that. I worship death. Or, I shouldn't say it that way, but I, I seek to follow fate. And those who have hold over fate, as far as I can tell, are those who are hold dominion over death. And hold sway as to when it happens. And I, I take that very seriously for my own reasons. And... Well, I've just been... I had visions. Just breathe. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> Thank you. I understand being devoted to an ideal. Yes. Um, it's terribly complicated sometimes. Yes, it is. Um, but basically, I've been seeing visions recently within the past couple of months. Um, that's why I'm here. And I saw my patrons, and they seemed to be guiding me towards you. And they seemed to, well, as it turns out, perhaps help you for some reason. I don't know why. What's that? He points at the book. This, um... I found this, uh, was a gift. Uh, from... I visited the temple. The priest there gave it to me. Said it might provide answers. Um, really just adds more questions. I don't know if I'm supposed to add to your dilemma or if you're if I'm supposed to help you or not I'm not quite sure what my role in this is um, it seems that we have a similar goal in this particular stance that we're in finding these children writing this wrong that is what I have devoted myself to or at least I'm I'm working my way towards. Um, How long ago did you say you came here? I've only been here for... Well, I suppose it's been about a month now. That's long ago. Well, I'm glad we met. I am as well. You're a very interesting man, Kappa. <laughs> I hope I... That's myself and perhaps my friends, if I should call them that, uh, can help in whatever way. That would be relieving to hear. Are there any sick or injured that you have that are not um, seemingly... Thankfully, no. No. Um, my... It is very strange. I have begun this path of seeking out the light and protecting it. Um, and now I can do more things. More than just the soldier that I was. Now I can heal people or hurt them. 
very interesting. Hmm. <laughs> but it has been helpful in these few with the few that needed the type of healing that I could give them I tried to it seemed to help the kids that were rather sick um, I, I it didn't ever cure them but it seemed to make them feel a little bit better but uh, we can we'll, we'll see I guess um yeah. If you don't mind me asking, I did actually have another question that I was curious about with you. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You and Melora. Yeah. You're like... A... You don't like each other. Or at least it seems that way. Depends on the day. She also is very loyal to you. Right, Going to the point that she would kill a guard for you. Honestly, I don't know how to take it. It's maybe part of the reason that I'm so... confused. Well, um... It seems to me that you both have a connection of some sort. Right. That you don't quite understand. Yes, and, uh, I'll... 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 Um, I guess I can't show him because I have a new shirt. <laughs> um, but you could I, walk 120 feet away. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Oh, uh, is it like dirt or stone that we're standing on? It's stone. It's been carved out of the mountain. Okay, I'll just like from from like my journal, I'll I'll flip to a blank page and attempt to draw in the symbol. Okay, it's rather simple since it's a circle and a line. Yeah. Um. And I'll kind of show it to him. That, um, when we first met, um, we, it was, we were in some dark cave or catacomb, I'm not really sure. I didn't get a chance to look around. But, uh, I came down a flight of stairs for what seemed like for a long time. Uh, and she came charging towards me from the other end of a hall, uh, being chased. And,. Then we kind of crashed into each other. Um, I bumped my microphone, I apologize. Um, and then, uh, ever since then, these symbols have been burned into our arms. Have you tried healing it? Yes. Yes, we have. Um, and we just... Uh, it's about, uh, give or take, 120 feet. 120 feet of what? Distance. We can't, we can't be that far apart. Otherwise, it starts to burn. And we looked at, a, we had a priest look at it, and he couldn't find anything. And we were going to go talk to a different priest, uh, and we haven't had the chance to. Things have been happening very quickly. Yeah, I got nothing on that one, bro. <laughs> um. That's, I mean, at least she's pretty, right? Um, she also seems very, very smart and talented, and obviously all of those, those skills that she has. Uh, I mean, she did, like, literally put an arrow through a man's skull today. That's not an easy feat. That takes some... You gotta find the soft spots there. I, it's It was very impressive and terrifying, considering... <laughs> yes. Um, Remind me not to get on her bad side. 
Yeah. Speaking of, well, I suppose I should oh. go thank her for helping me. Um, I kind of like quickly stand up and like, uh, thank, thank you. Um, yeah. Um, she seems frustrated. Just so you're aware. Oh, I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm aware. If you need me, I'm actually going to go back out for a little bit. Right, and I'll quickly make my way back and try to find Melora. Are we out of the whole yeah, operation? Yeah, Tarek and uh, Renaya, you guys have now kind of probably midway through that conversation uh, with um, uh, Cather. You guys have left or come back, so. Melora, where's Cather? He's talking with... Uh, Kiyamura. 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 It's like it the car and you want more of them. He's talking with Kiyamura. Oh, great. Which way? That way. Thank you. I go that way. And just as you guys are wrapping up and Kiyamura is leaving and you're coming back, you run into track. Hi, Kiyamura. Your kids are fine. Uh, I put one of them on the cart. I think Ronaya put the other one on the other cart. Cather back in the, back in the tunnel. Uh, Kimura approaches you before bowing very very low. Thank you. Try cannot wait for just a moment. I I need to go talk to Melora quick. Now, when you say quick, I, do be, you mean like quick, and then two hours quick. later, like you finally hashed out, and she's still mad at you, and you still haven't said anything that actually matters, or do you mean like an actual like? Like quick, That's like not three minutes. Track that doesn't help. Just so you know, and I'll kind of, I'll kind of walk past him. I'm not gonna stop you, but I'm still upset. Also, uh, Kiyomura, please don't touch me ever again. I apologize. It's not, it's not a you thing. Just not a big fan. I'll I see don't... you in the tunnel in five minutes. I'll, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. In Kiyomura Lee's. I'll walk over to and find Melora, if I can. I don't know, maybe she's stealthing somewhere. Maybe she's about to shoot me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sitting on yes, the ground always. with Ginger in my lap, actually. Ginger sees Cather approaching and <laughs> hops over to him. Once you're within, like, five feet or so. Yeah, I'll just kind of I'll just kind of sit down, crisscross applesauce next to her. Um... Apparently, Trek wants to talk to me, so I, I have to be brief. He um, can go now. It's it's fine. No, I can't, because you stuck your neck out for me, and that's something I know very few people. But I, I caused you a lot likely. of trouble in the process, so <sighs> it's or any trouble you caused me was not was it was not any trouble I wasn't going to get myself in. I was about to hit that guard just as fast as you were. I'm still sorry. No, don't be sorry, please. You were- you had my back. And I can't under- I can't- I can't- I can't- Say that with- with enough emphasis with- I can't- put into proper words how much that does mean to me. There's not a lot of- there's- I can count on a couple fingers how many people I trust enough to do that for me. And before today, that was at- that was two. And that means a lot. And I just wanted to let you know 
that while I can be stupid sometimes, and I'm not very good with people, I'm not very good with talking to people, I'm not very good with words, I say the wrong things sometimes that make me sound like a total jerk when I don't mean to because I'm stupid, but I have your back too. And I promise, I promise, I will find out how to free you of me, alright? Didn't say it like that. <laughs> I promise I will find a way for both of us to be able to walk 130 feet distance between us. That's much better. Thank you. And if she'll let me, I'll kind of give her like a brief like side hug and then walk <laughs> off. <laughs> Did you... Uh... Do you allow this awkward physical contact? I, but I very, I very awkwardly like. I, I it's, it's very quick. It's like, it's like, it's like this. Uh, like just, I, and now. I try to go to like, pat him on the shoulder, and then he's gone, and I'm just like. You, it's like the hug, but like the handshake, and then the handshake into like a fist bump. <laughs> right. And exactly. then like, right. you just kind of pat each other on the shoulder Gin- real yep. fast. Yep. Ginger like looks up at you. Don't look at me like that. Yeah, and I, I, I guess I'm making my way back towards Tarak. Because apparently he wants to talk to me too. I wow. Some. Everybody wants to talk to you. You're a popular man. I'm a that popular was, man. I love it. That was the fastest you have ever gotten done talking to her. Consider me impressed. Into the tunnel. <laughs> Alright. I'll walk into the tunnel. Great. You gotta get a handle on it, man. Like, what does that mean? I don't know what the deal is with your gods, but you need to. You are getting dragged around like a dog on a chain. You're being absolutely used, and it is going to get one of us, if not you, killed. Now it turned out all right this time, but like, it won't always. All right. I hear you, Track. I do. And if I'm honest, if if what happened today didn't happen, I would have been fine with that. Especially if it's, or even better, if if at least Malora didn't get dragged into it, because I understand that what I have to do is going to be very dangerous. At least I do now. And, I'm s- and I hear you. I really do track. And I understand you're looking out for these people. And and I don't want to get them hurt either. But... Okay. But, so can you say that the next time you see some specter in an alleyway, you're just not going to follow it? No, I can't say that. Because... And that's the problem. You and I are a lot alike, Cather. I've seen what you can do. You can knit wounds with a touch. I, you have a strong, strong faith in whatever it is you believe in. But if you do not use the gods, they will use you. Well, 
again, Track, I understand what you're trying to say. And you're not the first person to tell me that. But to be frank, I don't care. I don't care about my well-being. I don't care if the gods are using me. I don't care if I end up dying. I don't care. What I do care about is helping people. And helping people who deserve to be helped. Whether that gets me killed or not... It's worth it. And that's same devotion. That same willingness to die translates to all of you as well. For whatever that's worth. Yes. But that doesn't entitle you to just throw yourself because you're willing to die at whatever you want. Because in the end, we all know Valor is going to end up dying there too. Either that or she'll kill you first. It's one of the two. And personally, I prefer neither to happen. But if Melora goes in, then Renaya's probably going to follow. I'm going to follow Renaya. And Edward's probably just going to die because he fell over something. <laughs> you chasing after specters and gods and whatever you... Whatever strange, creepy... What do you even follow? What do you do? What, what, what are you? What is your god? I have three. And I pull out my holy symbol. These three represent fate. And fate's power. And fate's will. I'm f trying to follow where they take me. Okay. So they're useless. Right. You follow fate? Absolutely pointless. You think that some three specters in the sky can control whatever you do? Yes, I do, Tarek. Yes, I do. Because I've seen it. And I'm not going to turn my back on them. Not when they haven't done that to me. And I walk away. Then you truly are a fool. And with that, we're going to end the episode. No! <laughs> no! Renai, do you have something really quick that you want to do? Yeah, but it's okay. We can do it real no, quick. let her do it. Let her do it. Yeah, no, Renai, what, what did you want to do? Plus, what a what difficult you do? note to end on. What, what did you want to do, Renaya? Um, well, actually, Renaya's walking over to where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hard you hear them yelling, <laughs> and you, like, hesitate for just a second before they if start she hears, to, like, disperse. If, once she hears them yelling, she's just gonna wait patiently outside until they're done. <laughs> At which point, Cather goes storming out of the, uh, the hallway first before Tarak, clearly frustrated, also, I just, no, I just stay storm. in the hallway. Yeah. Just, just sit there. <laughs> Renaya's gonna, like, peek in. Hey, um... You, you can, like, stay if you want, but I'm... I'm gonna... I'm gonna be over in the little corner over there. That's okay. Hmm? Oh, uh, me? Yeah. 
But yeah, what what you doing? Um, just a little pep talk. I will. Yeah, I could use one. Um, I'm also gonna kind of try and talk to Malice a little bit, if that's okay too. You can hang out still, but. Oh no, it's fine. Wait, do you need me? If you want me to go, I can go. That's up to you. I mean... In that case, I would love to stay. Okay. <laughs> um, and so she's um, going to start setting up her little ritual stuff. But then she's mm-hmm. going to look over to track. Um, This might actually take a little while. Little I've while. got all the time in the world. Okay, cool. And so she's actually going to start doing her ritual. Okay. Um, she begins burning some incense, um, causing a small arcane circle to um, encircle just the bowl that has the incense in it, which point she sits in front of it and begins repeating a small chant to herself very quietly. Don't say anything. <laughs> and with that, we're going to end the episode. No, wait, I'm not done yet. I was waiting for you. Alright, an hour later. Okay, so an hour later... <laughs> You finish your ritual. Now I'm going to do it, and you're all going to be like, what the frick, Lydia? Why do you make me do this? No, no, no. No, No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. um, So she's going to kind of finish, um, and then she's going to kind of look over at Tarek. Okay. And then she'll pull out her little symbol. Um, Hi. (laughs) So I think this worked last time. Well, at least I know you... You can hear me because you knew my favorite color, which is kind of cool. I like this scarf. Um, but um, I just wanted to say hi and that um, thank you for helping make things okay, even if it was just making sure I was okay. Um, and. I think you're really cool. Okay, bye. And then she'll put it down. Um, and look to track. I've had a really long day. Um. I feel like I could just keep going. I'm not. I almost gave myself away to a witch. Um. Yep. I got Samuel back. Mm-hmm. Um. I found out that. My deity was fighting some other deity, and then there were these slugs in Samuel's head. Uh, uh it's true dommage. It means brain worm. It's a bit. It's, it's a worm. It's not a slug. I'm gonna go to bed. We <laughs> have a great night. I will probably follow you. DJ, this time you can say it. I've gotten harassed so many times for ending the episode at the wrong time, apparently. Uh, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Um, unless there's anything else that anybody wants to say. I want to cry. Hi, this is Grant. <laughs> I play Edward on the Paper Dungeon cast. I just want to say thank you again to everyone who came out here. Yeah. I, that's all I'd say. I just wanted to nice. talk uh, more. Stop you can end Wednesday this. for Between the Roads. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Between yes. the Roads. It's going to be amazing. Stop by. It's going to be great. Um, it should be super, super rad, as I keep saying. Super, uh, super rad. Super, super rad. It's super the same. Rad. Well, 
if nobody has anything else left to say, um, good luck and Godspeed, Dungeoneers. We'll see you next you week. Sell it. Good luck and Godspeed. Thank you for listening to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. For more information, including more episodes, visit our website at thepaperdungeon.com. We stream every Monday at 7pm CST on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash thepaperdungeon. Our podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. See you next time, Dungeoneers.